This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, we thank you for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Team Rick and Bubba on the field and ready to go uh, for a brand new hour. We look forward to talking to you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Welcome back for a brand new hour, ladies and gentlemen. There he is, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Glad to be here, Rick. Thank you very much. Okay, so um, the Rick and Bubba Challenge, it's the Rick and Bubba Game Day Challenge coming up this weekend, Tuscaloosa. Uh, it is, uh, what do they call it, 2.0, what, the game of the century, 2.0, oh, yeah. or what yeah. is it called, something yeah, 2.0. Like uh, it'll be LSU, Alabama, uh, number one versus number two, both of them undefeated. And uh, so that's where game day will be. I guess P.J. Fleck was not able to uh, to bring them to Minnesota. <laughs> he uh, rowed the boat hard. Though. He did. He, he, he rowed that boat. And uh, so we'll see how they're doing at Penn State. That'll be another great game this weekend. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, so if you can get a Rick and Bubba sign, it has to be. Here's how you get your $500 from Rick and Bubba, Inc. You have to get a sign that features the Rick and Bubba show in some way, shape, or form. And you have to get it on the game day coverage. You have to be able to document it, meaning you can find it since all the game the game will definitely be on TV. Record it or however you get it, and we need to see your sign on game day. We may see them ourselves as we get up on Saturday and get ready to watch. Uh, but uh, you need to document it so we can see it. And then if we have multiples uh, that are prominent, then we'll pick the one we think is the most creative. But but being prominent will will that that's kind of the walking dog. Yeah. If, yeah. if you're the only one that gets on, but somebody else said, "Hey, ours was w- much more creative, but it didn't get on or it barely got on." Right. The most prominent sign that's that holds the most weight in our voting. Yeah. And so that that's how it works. So uh, now over the years, uh, you know, when we first started this, we could light up the whole. Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, I know. and then game day got tired of it, and they started <laughs> at some places taking up Rick and Bubba signs. Yeah. So you, you, I think they're letting them go more now. Yeah, they, they it looks like it's yeah. a little more loose again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, just uh, have your sign ready, get it on game day, get it documented, and you could win five hundred dollars. Yeah, Rick, I don't know that we ought to maybe give two awards this time for like, the best two because it is game of the century. Okay. What will we, what will we give? The double second, up. Will we give the second one? Won't we pick the two best? Uh, or you want to have a first and a second? Well, yeah. I mean, we could unless you just want to say same thing for two. We can say, here's our top two. and y'all Top get two? That might be a way to go. 500 apiece. Yeah, it's the game of the century. All right. Well, 2.0. So we're going to give two out. Let's give two. Two out. Two so out. Since it is 2.0, we'll it give is. two. Oh, the accountant's so, not listening. So two people, well, mm-hmm. you know, he, what he doesn't know won't hurt him. <laughs> uh, you know, of course, we start asking Squeaky for that check, there'll be some answering to some questions. <laughs> and I'll say, I don't know, some Bubba said. <laughs> so, so anyway. Well, it's Christmas budget it's time. Uh-oh. We, oh. Christmas budget time, guys. I'm I, sorry. Well, no, I like twelve days. Yeah, twelve. Twelve. Yeah, we got twelve days. I'd have to go working. shopping here. Twelve oh. working days. Of oh, do we have the budget? We got bonuses yeah. coming up. We got twelve working well, days. Speedy, that new laptop <laughs> that you were gonna get for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. If we cut under budget, I'm afraid first quarter. Yeah. Of 2020. Yeah, I'd look more first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's a Q1 20. All right, so we're going two. Let's go two. Get you two up. Two. So a thousand dollars up for grabs. Two people get five hundred bucks. The two best signs on game day this this weekend in Tuscaloosa. So Bubba uh, still continuing through the weekend. So we've talked about uh, the funeral on Friday. We've talked about 
uh, our big day Saturday at, uh, in Auburn, and, and thankful to be invited and get to spend some time together, watch a little football, tailgating, all that. Now we're moving into – we got to, to tell Linus the Great Pumpkin is real, and then we're moving into Sunday, which means it was Bill Bubba Bowling Bussy. Rick, you know, I'm not a big bowler. Uh, yeah. The, matter of fact, I haven't touched a bowling ball since this event last year, and uh, and it showed out there a little bit. But, you know, I was just trying to, to – not be injured this time. You know, that right. was the goal. How, how, first of all, everybody wants to know, speaking of injury, how did the growing fail? Uh, oh, it, was, it, it was fine. I, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I was guarding it a little bit, but it, it, we were all no good. No problem. All good. Didn't feel all any good. pain, anything like that? No, I'm a little sore today, but it's fine. Big I'm turnout for highest ground? You know, Rick, it was really, really a good turnout. This was the second annual celebrity bowling tournament for highest ground there in Auburn, and they're trying to expand what they're doing, their ministry to uh, – to women and children there, and they they do a great job, Cherie Jones, and we were honored to be invited again uh, to this. You know, I I learned a couple of things. One, first, let me give a shout-out to the Opelika girls' swimming team. I was paired with them at the beginning of this. Oh, boy. They did a great job. They got some bowlers on that team. They need to take up bowling, get out of the pool. So what's the format? How does it work? Well, it's uh, it was a little bit different this year in that they 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 had celebrities and we had like four different uh, times you were going to bowl and they rotated you through and all that and I was in the first two and then uh, you had some other people rotating in so uh, you didn't get to bowl a, a whole game so to speak. I got or, you. The idea was not to. We ended up on one of them doing that, but. Um, but got to spend time with Andy Bertram there and get to know him a little bit better. By the way, pretty good bowler. Uh, Andy's, Andy, Andy has spent some Andy, time at the lane. AB. Hey, let me, can I, I want to say this too. I have not been able to listen to an Auburn game since he took over the duties uh, when Rod was uh, was tragically killed. And I, this was the first time I got to listen to him on the way home. He's doing a great job. Yeah, he is. He's he really, doing a real good yeah. job. Good guy too. Mm-hmm. And uh, glad to get to know him a little bit better. Uh, because we were in alphabetical order to begin with, I spent a lot of time in the area with Andy uh, Ronnie Brown and Jason Campbell, and of course uh, the great General Burgess. Oh yeah, uh, who I was in line with last year and this year. Member together. of our family. Yeah, and um, so they were a lot of fun. Hey, Ronnie Brown can bowl, can he? Oh, yeah. And he's left-handed. So oh, you know, anytime you see somebody who's left-handed, oh, wow. like golfing or something, it's kind of because you don't you're yeah. not used to seeing it. Hey, he look when he was playing pro ball, he got a, he got to the to the lanes every now and then. He can bowl. Okay, good bowler. He's, he's a real deal. Lefties are, are are they're mean if they can bowl good. You know. <laughs> but it it was so good to get to uh, see some old acquaintances again. Okay. Spend a little time with them and uh, baseball coach Butch Thompson uh, met Gabe Gross for the first time. The assistant coach there and uh, saw Josh Josh Etheridge, Tim Hudson. And, you know, it's kind of funny. I told Hams, you're sitting there, and, and you know, everybody's sitting around. We had a little dinner ahead of time. And, you know, you, people are just sitting there kind of chilling and eating and visiting. And you go, wow, there, you know, there's Butch Thompson. He was in the College World Series last year, but he just he just eating like normal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like yeah. – and Gabe Gross, I mean, he played for the Yankees, you know, first-round yeah. draft pick. And I'm like, God, he's just, he's just eating like normal. I yeah, mean, he, sure. I mean, how can he just sit there and eat? He was a Yankee. For crying out loud. Right. He played in the World Series with the Rays. Yeah, you know, come yeah. on. Yeah. And you're just sitting there eating. It's one of the things they wouldn't say. Look, there's Bubba and – just as I thought, he's eating. <laughs> oh, but uh, we got to spend a little time and catch up with some guys. And I, I won't run the whole list because there was a bunch of people there. But uh, enjoyed talking to Benji Rowland. Benji was sitting; he wasn't in the first uh, session that we were rolling, so he was back there entertaining Betty and Hunter and Caitlin, and we were having a good time with him. He's a great guy. 
And uh, Rick, I did get to meet someone I'd never met before who I was a big fan of because there wasn't anybody who ever ran the ball any harder than Brent Fuller. Oh, buddy. And man, you talk about knees and elbows, buddy. Man, he, he wanted to punish you if you tried to tackle him. You know, we had several people play in the NFL and they said they dreaded tackling him. Oh, yeah. Said of all the people they had to tackle in the NFL, they hated tackling. Brent Fullwood. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, we had a great time. Uh, Susan Nunley, who is very well known there in the Auburn area, Coach Flo, the uh, female basketball coach there at Auburn. Um, but anyway, great event. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed it. We had a great time, and I hope they raised uh, a lot of money. But it was uh, it was a lot of fun. There it was. Thank you all of you that came out for that, too. And no interest. That's no the interest. most important. That's, right. no interest. The, the, That's gr- awesome. the growing is okay, we think. <laughs> I uh, live to bowl again. Last year, someone snuck video of you. I, I haven't received anything. Well, yet. there is a video. I don't know if I have it or not of me throwing the very first bowling ball, <laughs> and we didn't get to warm up, oh, so no. it was it was a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Twenty minutes past the hour, and we thank you for being with us. Eight six six, we be big is our number. So um, I know one of the things that we have been um, talking about on the program, and I heard uh, Speedy uh, and Helms and, and Greg talking about it even on the kickoff hour. And that is uh, how, because of the t- the way our work schedule works, we really live the lives of senior citizens. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we've talked about that. Uh, you know, we, we get up when they get up. We go to bed when they go to bed. We eat when they eat. We, we go, nap when they nap. We go to see a movie when they go. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's, it is. Uh, and, and uh, buddy, so I'm going to take you back. So remember we were talking about, when it do you do you wish loved ones birthdays on the show do you treat their weekend birthdays the way you treat payday if their birthdays on saturday you talk about it on friday if their birthdays on sunday you talk about it on monday and uh, and, and of course i gave mom a shout out while we were trying to figure that out on friday do, do we want to stick with if your birthday falls on Sunday, you get a Monday mm-hmm. shout out. If it b- falls yeah. on Saturday, you get a Friday shout out. Yeah. I, I think you, you can do both, yeah. you know? But anyway, so mom uh, turned 78 yesterday. And, um, Happy birthday, Miss Bird. Uh, and, and here's what I did not know, okay? And Greg, I, this may surprise you as well. So mom and dad uh, both are from Birmingham. They, they, they grew up in Birmingham, they went to school at uh, high school at Jones Valley High School. Uh, my dad lived over in the Powderly area, mm-hmm. and mom was somewhere near that. She, she, yeah. she. Dad, remember, Dad used to say she was from somewhere. She said she wasn't. I from. know they've and he, he would, he would, he, Some reason, Dad said she was from some kind some of park, some park, and she claimed she wasn't from there. <laughs> but anyway, so, but they, they were high school sweethearts and, and all that. So, so I was a little bit shocked when we were trying to figure out because you know if you your parents and you're like, all right, look, we don't, we got things going on, Mom. When you want to get together, it's your birthday. You're the birthday girl. What do you want to do? And uh, and she was kind of indecisive. Do you you know if you come there, we won't make you cook, even though we would all kind of hope for that. But mm. we'll take you out somewhere there. And she had mentioned when she was with, when we went to Mississippi State, you know, a few weeks back, and took her. Mom's very good at mentioning things in passing that she hopes you catch. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, but believe it or not, even though I grew up in Birmingham, uh, I've heard a lot of people talking about that famous restaurant, Bright Star, but I've never eaten there. Uh-uh. And I said, you've never eaten at Bright Star, and you call yourself somebody from Birmingham? 
And you know, and of course, then wow. you then, but you got to be careful of that because then you know what you get. Well, I mean, your family, we couldn't afford to go eat at Bright Star, you know. And you're like, oh gosh, now I've, now I've opened the door to that. You know what I mean? And that was for people, you know, that had money. And, uh, and so, okay, all right. And so, so this this is a very famous restaurant uh, in in Birmingham, established in 1907, and it is it's got won all kind of awards and all this kind of stuff. And but but then Sherry, I will give Sherry huge props on this, my wife. So we're we're trying to go get to the game on Saturday and. And you heard us talking about that early in the program. And she said, Rick, you, you probably want to do a, a reservation. And I'm like, you don't need a reservation to go eat somewhere after church. On a, on a, This Ooh. is not Mother's Day. It's just my mom's birthday. Mm. She goes, well, I'm calling them. So she calls, and thank the Lord. Mm. That she said, do we need a reservation to come eat there after after church? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be a party of seven because my sister and, and, her, and two of her kids came. And they said, oh, absolutely. And, and, they, and they put us on hold. And oh yeah, Rick, that's a little out of the way too for yeah. your Birmingham restaurants that we normally oh yeah visit. Which is why you know yeah. I said yeah that's I said, a good move. The only time that we've ever been there really is when we, our our kids had a high school football game and they played teams that were over in that area. There you go. Yeah. And then the 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 some of the other couples that had kids on the team longer than us would say, oh, that's a bright star game. Oh, there. Yeah. And we'd eat there and then go to the game. <laughs> right. And so, uh, so anyway, so yeah, it's, it, I mean, you got to be going there. You're yeah. not going to just go past it. Mm-mm. And, um, but, uh, but it's in that part of Birmingham that I remember, Greg, you remember with oh, our yeah. grandparents. I mean, th- this used to be the happening part yeah. of, of Birmingham and that restaurant is just legendary. So we got, and, and, but going back to this again, so we get out of church at 1045, which I don't want to say that's one of the main reasons I'm a member there, but but whenever, whenever there's any discussion about, I'm thinking, you know what, Sunday school at eight, yeah, worship at nine thirty, out at ten forty five is hard to beat, yeah, and because uh, you know yeah. you, you you can even beat the Methodists, you know, and and to to where we're going to you eat. can and beat the employees, oh yeah, that's so, what I like about it. But keep in mind what. Back to senior citizens. You think they don't love the bright star? Oh, I was. I, I listen. If my sister had not been with me, I would have been by far the youngest person in that restaurant. <laughs> by far. I'm, t- I'm talking about at double I'm, nickel. I'm, I'm the only person that need help getting in. You know what I mean? And uh, and so you know that's that could be an issue for me. So I, I positioned my chair where I was facing the wall. If you'll see the picture that Adler just took uh, put up that I put a mom inside the restaurant, you will see that I'm facing a wall. Because I, I can't, I can't look out through the whole restaurant, and uh, see that's my that's my view. See, I'm just looking toward the okay. wall. That's, that's and, uh, smart. So I set myself up really good there. So um, that's brilliant. So anyway, um, so so then the discussion always starts with Greg and with my sister and with me, where we currently rank with mom, because mm-hmm. now, yeah. now nobody ever stays at number one. I mean, you could be at number one on a Thursday and be at number three by Sunday. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah what I mean, yeah. if it, you you got you, you, we're all climbing. We're all trying to who could be her favorite. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and my mom will play favorite. She has no issue with that. Right. And uh, so we uh, and and, it's, and Greg and I are always uphill climbing against the sister. You know, who's <laughs> ten years younger. <laughs> it's always an uphill Only climb for girl. us. You know, that we talked about this when she was young. We were told we were poor. But our sister kept getting things that poor people shouldn't have. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm like, I thought we were poor. Remember that That's the car so thing? I look yeah, and she's yeah. got a car. How'd she get a car? I thought that went him on the table. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she's over in a nice car. I'm in a nine hundred dollar Chrysler Cordoba going to college. <laughs> well, that's all we can afford. 
And, I, and I'm like, well, what is she in over here? I, we were we were driving a station wagon. How'd this happen? I was I was in the Chevrolet truck with three on the column. And I, well, well, she and has her own. It was. Uh, but anyway, so it's she always had a, a Chevy Beretta for Pete's sake. So anyway, there's an issue, and we won't get into it now, and hopefully we won't have to, and involving mom and dad, and 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 some some a job that that they needed for their house that kind of went south. And so Greg has taken that on to try to get their money back and to get all that done. So Greg is, is heading that up, which is big. That's yeah, very a, big. Yeah. That's big for the playoff poll. It is. Yeah, <laughs> very, very. So anyway, the schedule. So, yeah. so, so I talked I talk to Greg, and they're going to do something with mom, and you know they wanted to come to Birmingham, and, I, you know, and, and Greg's got this. And I said, look, I, we're just going to take her on to Bright Star. Angie now lives in our sister in Birmingham. We'll do that. Y'all do your thing. I, you know, with this job, come into her house. I don't think mom wants us at the house. And then, you know, so let's just, let's just all get this done and have a great day. She wants to go to the bright store, even though she doesn't. Yeah, I don't want to be a trouble. I don't want it to be a hassle. Mm-hmm. You know, you would think living in Birmingham, I would have eaten at the bright store. I know, mom. But let's, let's, let's just go ahead and go to. I don't want to be any trouble. And one day, I'm sure I'll get to go. And I'm like, all right. So let's. Remember, my mom missed a great opportunity to be Jewish. Right. And so, uh, so anyway, um, so so we go and we make a fuss and we love it. So Angie and I are about to cut up a little bit and claim that we're now one A and one B, mm-hmm. and Greg is a solid two now. Mm-hmm. And so we're walking out, and mom with a great one. I said, "Well, I guess uh, I guess Angie and I are number one slot right now." She goes. If Greg gets done what he's working on and gets my money back, he'll clearly be at number one. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, oh boy, Greg. And y'all will have to climb uphill. What Greg's working on supersedes anything y'all have done today. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So hopefully, and it looks like, it looks like I said in right. So the rankings are moving. Yeah. Yeah. You're moving. You, she said, you'll, you'll sit up oh, at the top okay. for a while. You get that money back. Well, maybe. And it looks like it's going, it's well, going pretty well. We'll see. We'll do, you, see. do you remember the day? <laughs> I mean, right now, we're not going to talk much about it. No. But mm-hmm. boy, if I check, we'll get there. Ooh, I can be quiet. Yeah. We can really forget about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> if it doesn't come in, though, I'm gonna be like an elephant. Yeah. Oh yeah, details. Yeah. Okay. We won't stop talking about it. Before you huh? know it, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of talk about it. Oh boy! But it, you but might it. have me live from there. Not that we get it out. Yeah. <laughs> Bubby, I don't make trouble. I always wanted to eat there, but we'll do it one day. <laughs> Was it good? Was, have a good time. Hey, let me tell you something. Do you remember the day we carried James Gregory over yes. there and we had everything on the menu? You know everything. what? I want to hit one moment with that because you remember when I made James Gregory cry? Yep. He was so moved by the order that I had at Brightstorm. <laughs> yeah, man, it's good. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. We've recapped uh, the weekend, and uh, we'll get to your phone calls coming up here. Uh, lines are available. We'll probably go to those coming up in the next segment uh, uh, before we get to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG. I do want to tell you this, and we got a story from Adler today. Have you heard this story about his car? Oh, Have you all heard God. this one? We got a good one. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we have an Adler story coming up, but, um, look, you want to make sure if you have an automobile – uh, that has exceeded the manufacturer's warranty, and it doesn't take long to get past it. CarShield.com uh, is ready for you. Look, we all agree. I like the computer systems in our cars and our trucks and our SUVs. It's the new normal, you know, electronically controlled transmissions, touchscreen displays, dozens of sensors. All of this advanced tech is expensive to fix when it breaks. And look, it, there's a think, think how many things we have now that can break. 
I mean, early, you know, early on, there was only a few things could break. <laughs> we got things now. I mean, I got a sensor, won't quit beeping. There's a lot of systems in play in it. But the car shield takes care. If it's a covered repair, let me tell you how it goes. I mean, you get a rental car. Your car is then being repaired by the person that you pick or the, or the dealership, whichever one you want to do. As long as they're ASC certified, it's your choice. And then CarShield deals directly with them. They uh, pay them directly. You get your automobile back, and you're rolling. Uh, and don't forget, I said the rental car is at no extra cost to you, and you get roadside assistance uh, while you're under the CarShield as well 24-7. So why don't you call 1-800-CAR-6000, mention the code Bubba. You'll get 10% off the plan you pick. Or you can go to carshield.com and use the code Bubba, same thing. Also, there's a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. So I, I've broken a little bit of a rule today, uh, but this restaurant has been around in our city for so long, I don't think you can do anything to increase the demand already. Uh, you know, my wife says, you, you got to stop talking about things on the show that we like to do because people <laughs> find out about it now we can't get in. <laughs> but but anyway, so we, we were talking, talking about taking mom to Bright Star for her birthday. So Bubba and I were in there, you know, years past, with the great James Gregory, you know, who's, who's, you know, he's in the eating hall of fame. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Loves it. And, uh, so we took him there and, and it might've been one of the kindest things we've ever done for James. And, um, well, he's always busy and we're running. So we don't always have a lot of time to sit down and, and have a meal. And, uh, we carried him and, uh, wasn't it the hitman we carried over there, or was it uh, Steve? I don't, I don't remember. I, I know it was one of the guys that yeah. does shows with him, but I don't know which one it was. I don't remember. I know it's not the Vanderbilt guy. <laughs> no, it, no. <laughs> uh, he's Because he it wouldn't wasn't let, him. He wouldn't. James wouldn't let right. us take Aberstadt because right. he'd think it'd be a waste of a, of a visit to Brightstar. Because <laughs> if you're you're not going to Brightstar because you're trying to do better. No, you're going there because you're saying I like to eat great food. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and I made James Gregory cry with joy. He was just so proud of me. You know when an older guy's proud of you, how it feels. Yeah, yeah. And he he got into a dilemma on I forget what the what the two dishes were other than and one he of them, couldn't decide. And one of them was chicken and dumplings. Mm-hmm. You know that that he was trying to decide what his main dish would be, and he you, he just locked down. He got two blocked, like Greg would say, because oh, yeah. he couldn't decide whether he wanted to go <laughs> with with. I can't remember what the other one was. One of those dishes are the chicken and dumplings, and right. I said. And then there was the moment where if he could have got across the table and hugged me, he would have. Huh. I said to the waitress, ma'am, could I ask a question? And she said, yes. I said, could I have the one he was deciding between that and chicken? It might have been fried chicken. I can't remember. May I have that as my main and just have the dumplings as a side? And she said, well, sugar, absolutely you can do that. Yeah. And James Gregory looked at me like I had done, like he'd seen magic. He just said, that, that's, that's incredible. So you found a way to get both of them. I well, said, then I sure did. They, they realized that. <laughs> That it was James Gregory, you know, and he was a celebrity. Then they just started bringing samples of oh, everything, yeah. and sure. I think we ate the whole menu before it was over. Yeah, yeah. I remember I didn't. That eat. was about a two and a half hour lunch. I think that I, yeah. I think I stopped eating for three solid days. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was just one of those things because I mean it was, I mean it, it's one of those things like they think about these little things like, like they, um, there were some some of the members of the family are still ordered the chocolate pie. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, and then others had the bread pudding and and the chocolate pie. When you ran when you ran a fork through it, you picked up something special. Mm-hmm. And and the discussion was what? Why is this chocolate pie so good? <laughs> and then the the waitress said it's because the crust actually has cream cheese on it. Oh yeah, I said yeah. they have spread mm. cream cheese on Rick, the bottom if, and if then dumped the chocolate on top of it. And the whipped cream is almost it's sitting on top of a a crust with cream cheese on it. Mm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 
Can you even do that? I think it was the hitman. I thought man. that was reserved for the buffet in heaven. I, I think the hitman went with us because Steve Mangola was, was jealous, and he mentioned that several times after that, that he never got to go eat. Mm-hmm. But if I remember right, James, we, we ate so much and we ate for so long. He was late. He was supposed to call in to somebody and do an interview. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to do it while we were going down the road, but he was so full he couldn't breathe. He kept burping. <laughs> and and uh, he made us stop, and he had to get out on the side of the road so he could walk around and do the interview. Yeah. He, 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 said, that, he said that sage always gives him indigestion, and he didn't so much dress him. <laughs> that, well, well, well this, this, is, this is the thing that, that was unfortunate. because you, you just made me hungry for it. Right? I know. Damn, uh, well, you just had some yesterday. But when, when you – when you think about us, I guess this isn't good because I realize that you and I have taken people to to lunch, which lunch for most people isn't doesn't bog down, you know. Right. Well, this is more like Thanksgiving. But, but, lunch. but you and I have taken comedians twice, and they missed other things they were supposed to do <laughs> well, because I, they were eating with us. Yeah, and I, 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 I remember mean, the two that up. missed something. Yeah. Uh, Really big. It was dude. Jeff Dunham. The Jeff other Dunham. One. Yeah, he missed the whole TV thing. Well, he got he got he got lost in Southern food, and then yeah. he looked up at us and said, "What time is it?" And he couldn't believe the time, and he had missed the TV interview. He was supposed to. Do. Well, it was. It's kind of odd when you have lunch with him because he eats, and then Walter eats I know, too. Yeah, I know. And uh, you know, when you have to feed the puppet, it takes. Right. A lot of time. I want to scream. Drop. <laughs> he takes a bite. Walter takes a bite. You yeah. know. You want to scream out? Drop. Drop the bit. Let's eat. You yeah. know. And it's like I guess he's keeping his chops going. Yeah. You know. Oh uh, my. I, I saw Walter about. About 11, 12 times yesterday. Uh, that's it funny. was uh, the. Uh, okay. Well, no. It's, uh, I thought yeah. you positioned yourself well. No, well, I was facing the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and now my mom, every time her birthday goes by, she goes, At what point will you not eat with me? Oh, and yeah. I said, So far, so good. You're good. <laughs> I said, I saw you struggle with that just a little bit. <laughs> Be careful how you handle that potato salad. <laughs> that's a tough one. Well, and then this it thing is, got yesterday is. where dad got. He, you know, you have you have your your appetizers, of course, and then you have you know some of the ladies might have a little salad put in the middle of that, and then you have your main dish, and then if you want dessert, you have your dessert. And for, so, mom had decided that she was really into one of their appetizers, which was fantastic, and then she wanted to save room for the dessert, and so she wasn't going to have a main meal. Well, this drove dad crazy. I mean, he was just like, "Is your mother not going to eat?" And and I like when dad does that when she's sitting right there. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. it's like he's using you for the go between to to, mm-hmm. to your to your mother, right. you know, and to his wife. Is your mother not going to eat? And I'm thinking like she's like one person for you. Yeah, you know, it's like talk to her. And I no, nah, I think she's you know, I, it's like why 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 am I? I mean, we, this is the uh, you know, and then then, I, then he was like, "Gonna you can wait?" No, I'm going to wait and do it. Then, then he, well, you're not going to eat anything. And and she was just like, "I'm going to I ate the appetizers and I'm saving room for pie." And finally, I said to mom. Will you please put a piece of cornbread or something on your plate? Mm-hmm. Because he's not—he's—he's he's not going to enjoy us eating if he keeps thinking you're not eating anything on the main meal. Put a, put some bread on your plate or something. So if he lo- if he looks over again, mm-hmm. at least it, there's something that you're trying to consume. Yeah. Well, I don't know that I want a piece of cornbread. Just put it on your plate. Just put it there. Just put, Just it, put there. it on your plate. I love going to places where an appetizer could be a meal oh, if you yeah. want it. Oh, you know the place oh. is good there. Oh, you know? no, sure. Yeah, you have, and, and you know, I know that most people make a decision on that. I wish I would. Yeah, you know, but, yeah. but usually, you know, I just you're talking the, the great pumpkin over here. Yeah, <laughs> let, let me tell you, the great pumpkin. I need a blow up of that. Come back, Lotus. Yeah. It's real. Well, you can't. You can't do. I just can't. <laughs> it's almost like the appetizer being a meal is like that. Just can't be. I mean, I, if if you want to move it, but there's no way you can let it show up. Like mom did, and eat it, and then be done until dessert. 
that that awkward gap in there in the middle. It's almost like if you're going to appetizers your meal, then just move it to the to the meal time. Yeah, just ask them to bring it out. With yeah, them. but but they're called appetizers for a reason. Mm-hmm. They can't be a meal. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, it's it's. I mean, if then they'd be called. They'd be under where it says dinner. What about what about y'all? Do y'all do y'all like restaurants that that'll throw a lunch menu on you, but they allow you to go back? Oh to yeah, the sure. They allow sure. you to go back yeah. to the dinner. That's menu. my choice. That's uh-huh. what they're they're trying to get you to eat the the, nah. the lunch menu, but the others available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Do you, it, it, if if that's offered to me, I always find myself drifting back to that dinner menu. Yeah, it's hard not to. <laughs> <laughs> well, get a little bit more. Well, there's something special about that dinner menu. <laughs> 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 the lunch is to move tables and get us turn those tables. Right. You know. All right, we'll take your phone calls when we come back on any topic. Coming up next hour, Adler uh, has, boy, he's got a vehicular issue that he's, oh my goodness. Uh, phone calls are next. We'll get uh, Helmsy or Speedy or Greg on the phones. Matt be Adler too. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll talk to you next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, here we go. Ten minutes, top of the hour. Lines available, and you can get in right now easily. Helmsy's got he's he's on the phones. This is a, a phone troll. A phone troll is designed for you to make comments, ask questions, bring information to the table. Not designed for meaningless shout outs or shameless plugs. You have to ask yourself this question: If you were listening to the program and you heard yourself, would you be informed, entertained, or annoyed? So uh, so anyway, uh, lines are available. Uh, we do a ten line sample here at the old broadcast plaza and teleport and that allows more people to get in uh, and a bigger sample of people to hear from but it also means that because of the phone throw and the buzzer we start moving through the calls quickly so we can get to yours uh, a little more rapidly so we'll start with a cody out of birmingham listening to 1047 wzzk trolling 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 Keep them phones are trolling here we come phone trolling phone, phone troll. troll all right cody you got 30 seconds go right ahead Hey, guys, have y'all ever tried the gumbo there at Bright Star? Mm, ate it yesterday. That was my appetizer. <laughs> yeah. You know, that is voted the number one gumbo in the entire state. It was fantastic. Uh, can I ask you a question? They always ask, do you want that scoop of rice in it or not? Yes. I do. Yes. Yeah. And shrimp. Yes. Yep. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. It was fantastic. Dad, Dad's I a bit. I've met anyway. people. Go ahead. I've met people from Louisiana, Cajuns from Louisiana, who have came up there just to try the gumbo. Yeah, it's it's good. Uh, Dad's a big gumbo connoisseur, and he's a bit. Dad's a bit of a gumbo prude. Oh, he loves, <laughs> and, uh, and he is he? he loves. It. Yes, uh, we continue. I wish I had a bowl right now. Josh, like a bigger bowl, Josh, Birmingham, one zero four seven WZZK. Josh, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How about it? Good morning, fellas. Whatever happened to Mickey Dean? Mickey Dean is uh, sadly uh, is uh, is in assisted living now, uh, and uh, so he's uh, he's kind of been out of. Um, out of the biz for a while, uh, and uh, his family has been keeping us updated uh, from time to time. But uh, but yeah, he's he's actually in an assisted living area. All right, I appreciate that. I never heard it. I wondered what happened. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it very much. Eight six six, we be big. Let's go to Blaine in Tuscaloosa. Blaine, thirty seconds. Go. Hey. Hey. Um, I want to talk to you guys about Tua. Okay. About his ankle. Okay. What what are y'all? What are your guys' opinions? Well, I heard he's out for the season. I don't know if that's true or not. Rick Burgess. I'm just kidding. I, I, you know what? I, I really Blaine don't know. I, I don't know the update. I, I, has anybody else got an update? It's being keep under under wraps. Yeah, not close, a lot of talk about it, Blaine. You think yeah. you got a chance if he doesn't play? Uh, 
I think his brother or. I don't know about going to the brother yet. Uh, uh, they, put this other guy back in. I believe you, you. right, mm-hmm. Blaine. I don't know. They're they're keeping it real hush hush. Uh, they certainly have a much better chance to win the game with him than without him. But I mean, is Alabama good enough to win without him? They certainly are. But but it'll be a, it'll be a little more difficult. I think for him to be back this quick uh, is going to be a small miracle. Uh, and if he is, how effective can he be moving around on it? Yeah. That, they've made wonderful strides with that, and I'm sure he is trying his best to be ready. Now, according to Herb Street, he's he's going to be back. He's fine. Yeah, isn't that right, Greg? That's who, according to who? who? Curb Street, our intern. Herb Street. Oh, okay, I was about to say. <laughs> what is Herb Street? <laughs> I was about to say because he can be very peanut. <laughs> the uh, that's a that's oh, a tough yeah. injury, and, yeah. and man, with this uh, tightrope procedure, they've really really cut that time down. But it's a uh, that's still a lot. I mean, when you've had a even a you know a drill run through the bone in your leg, that's uh, that takes a little that's something tough. out of you, you know. David and Hoover, one zero four seven WZZK. David, go ahead. Hey guys, how y'all doing this morning? Good, Great, good. All right, I wanted to get a confirmation from you, Bub. I heard the other night after Christian Tutt made that interception at the end of the game, you threw on Kaliza's headdress and ran around the skybox with his tomahawk waving it in there. Is that true? <laughs> well, two different places, two different places. <laughs> we continue. Let's go to Amy out of the great state of Alabama. Amy, go ahead, 30 seconds. Okay, I am um... – a foodie. I mean, like, I have four sons, a husband, a foodie, and we went to Bright Star and we're unimpressed. What the? Did we get the wrong? Yeah, did we get the wrong. What, what, when you what, say what, you're a foodie, what does that mean? Oh, that means they they were they were they go around and eat at the best restaurants and they they're they're connoisseurs of yes. great food. Mm-hmm. They love oh, really? it. We go on trips for food. We go on trips for food. All right. Oh, wow. So, uh, so what, at what point do you declare yourself a foodie? I've got to know. Um, oh, I believe when, you. I mean, you. You're uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go ahead and Am help, I? let me help. I'm you. One. Let me help you with that. Well, I've you. never declared myself a foodie. You know, I don't. Think, I don't think you have to. Uh, it's it's defined as a person with a particular interest in food. Okay, well, uh, maybe I am. Yeah. Food e. Uh, so, Amy, well, what's the definition of Amy, a great pumpkin? Under yeah. <laughs> Amy, you've been given a timeout, so so I want I want to ask. So I did, I think it's very important to get to this. So, what did you okay. order? And I think I can help you with this mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay, so we went on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I had just like your mom, just like everybody had heard all of the, oh my gosh, I mean, my uncle would come from South Carolina just to eat Understood. at the Bright Star. Amy, let's get to the order. And we understand your respect I, for it. I, I, I have no clue. I don't even remember. My son had to return his Amy. lobster mac and cheese. Okay. Ooh. I think. All right. And it was terrible. It was like not cooked, and it was just like a buffet type food to me. All right, Amy, settle down. Okay, I want you to listen, and I want you to listen closely. Okay, I want you to listen closely. All right, first of all, their bread pudding or chocolate pie on the dessert side. If you didn't order those two, you didn't get their best foot forward. Okay? Okay. Okay. The Greek-style broiled snapper is phenomenal. Okay. And uh, the the ladies had that all yesterday, and they loved it. They have a beef tips – I'm so hungry. Over rice, they, it. It, and, it, and it's their own special dip. Here's where I think you messed up, Amy. When you sat down at the table, there's a, a thing, in it, and, and it's easy to be overlooked, that your plate is sitting on, and, it, and it's paper, and it gives you the history of the Bright Star. If you'll read it, it talks about their dishes that are world famous. Um, okay. The gumbo is and world. I think we did get that. I think we did get that. 
Did you I like the gumbo? Amy, are you even sure you're at the right place? Amy, I'm I mean, very is, concerned. Is it possible you drove mm-hmm. somewhere else? Yeah. <laughs> are, are you sure you 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 want? There's a restaurant that competes with them. It's not as good, and it's called the Rock Star. And, uh, they're trying they're trying to pull people to come to the Rock or the Bright Car down the road. And then I want to drive through. And I want to get started on the night on the Night Star, which is two streets over. <laughs> but, uh, so. No. Okay, so is there? I mean, I'm almost positive. I know it oh, is. Okay, now no, she's I'm, not. She's I'm, not sure now. I'm just. I'm just messing with no, you. No, I'm positive. I know where I sat. Did, I, in a green room with did, green did you, wallpaper. Did oh, wow. you have <laughs> the Greek style snapper? Yes or no? No. Okay. All right. You didn't. You, it's not the best foot forward. You should have had their one of their premier dishes. <laughs> I was probably like your mom. Did, I probably ordered an appetizer and a salad. Did you have their? Did you have their fried crab claws? Yes. Slightly dusted? Mm-mm. Slightly dusted. They're, no. they're, they're fantastic. What about this? Did you have uh, Did you have the chocolate pie or the bread pudding? I don't think we did. Amy, you you went in there just you went in there. You, you didn't have a good game plan. You didn't have it. You didn't have it together. You didn't know the menu. You didn't know what to go for. Will you please try it again and email me beforehand? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I should have the Greek. Uh, snapper, snapper. Mm-hmm. and and okay. and the if gumbo. you want to go fried fish, the snapper throats with some of their uh, uh, vegetables, their sides are good. The greens are good. The black eyed peas are fa- fabulous. Okay, and you said the gumbo. Gumbo's fantastic. And, the, and then the two desserts were chocolate pie bread and bread pudding. pudding. Okay, mm-hmm. have them both. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. Did, do I wish the cornbread had been a little warmer? I do. So I, I didn't think their cornbread was as good as the cornbread I like, but everything else was great. So the best time to go is during lunch. No, so I like wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say that. No, probably dinner is probably better. Okay, so maybe a better. We went during lunch. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go dinner. Okay, okay. that could be the thing. Amy, don't make these kind of moves without us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for calling. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and being bold enough to say something negative about. <laughs> but, but sometimes a restaurant, you got to look for the right things. Yeah. You know? Just because the restaurant's good, they might be good for certain dishes and not so good for others. It's crucial to get. Uh, you know, if I go to a place like that that's famous for the first time, you know what I always do? You tell me what I need to order. Yeah. What is y'all's most famous dish? Sounds like you're a foodie too, Rick. I am a foodie. <laughs> Matter of fact, that's the reason why I had to lose down from 305 pounds. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Daily, that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here as Team Rick and Bubba moves forward today. Uh, much to do. Don't forget some things you need to be thinking about. This weekend, uh, LSU, Alabama, it is game of the century 2.0. Uh, so we're not going to give away one, but two, two. $500 checks will go to the two most prominent signs that feature something about the Rick and Bubba show that gets actually on the televised uh, game day presentation, and you can document it. We'll pick the ones that are the most prominent. If uh, signs are equally prominent, we'll pick the most creative. Two people will each win $500 from the Rick and Bubba show. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being uh, with the Rick and Bubba Show now over twenty-five years. Uh, so, two. so we uh, we two have five. we have a two lot five. to cover. Uh, now, how many are winning? Uh, not one, but two. Two, two. Oh, great. Whoa! Oh, now two, not one. <laughs> Eddie Van Adler joins us this hour. 
And I'm Hoppa Chicha. Hey, I'm Mary. Got a baby on the way. Everybody say no more. Still not wearing deodorant. Yep. <laughs> and I'm letting my hair go. All right, so, Amber, we were all recapping our weekends. You know, it's always fun when you come back to work here, and, and then you hear everybody discussing, you ain't going to believe it. Let me tell you what happened to here. And uh, and then Adler, I, I mean, I actually had a very fun weekend. Uh, Bub, it sounds like you had a pretty fun weekend. It sounds like, Adler, your weekend was full of frustration. Hey, what, what happened? Guys, guys, guys. Hey, guys. So, um, huh. it started on Saturday. Um. My wife, we, we we just got a new, it's new to us. It's a 2015 uh, Subaru Forester Ooh. family vehicle. Oh, you know, that to sensible, <laughs> all-wheel drive family vehicle. Uh, Safest vehicle it's safety. on the planet. Yeah. Look at me, I'm getting safe for my new baby. <laughs> Reliable, too, yep. uh, when worked on properly. That's what you oh. yeah. Uh-oh. Mm. <laughs> Hashtag. Mm. little foreshadowing in the story here. Yeah, there. That's, I like uh, that. Yeah, a like little, little bit of foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. So uh, she, she told me that the light... The oil light turned on. Uh oh, and it's so it's it's time for an oil change. Mm-hmm. And pretty she, simple process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick, quick, thi- quick problem. Problem. Fix. Some can even do it in ten minutes. Yes, that's what they claim. Yeah, that's what they say. So, Never seen them like that, by the way. So, Check your horn. Step <laughs> <laughs> on the brake. Uh, <laughs> left signal. So, so, on caution lights. At a good bay. She the person. Yeah. She then tells me because the light is on, she's not comfortable driving the vehicle. We don't. She's. Wow. She, I'm like, well, okay. you were going to stretch it a little. I was going to go on Monday, yeah, because that's when oh, my oh, guy. I know. That's I'm when. That's when my guy mm-hmm. is ready. I have a guy. We. I hope, I hope you guys have a guy. Oh, look I have it. a guy. I don't let anybody touch my vehicles except this guy. Oh boy. You know what? You that that's such, you realize that's such a, a husband dad thing to say. Yeah, I know. You gotta have. You gotta have a guy. Hey, he's good. He's honest. He's quick. He's cheap. It's amazing. Hmm. <sighs> So the but the conversation continues with with my wife. On You've Saturday. never been more convinced that you need that guy than you are now. And so, so on Saturday, this is around two two o'clock. Aaron's like, I was I really I don't feel good about driving the car. And I'm like, well, you know what? I'm the husband. I need to do the right thing to make you feel good and safe and happy and warm and all kinds of things. Well done, Mister Adler. So I, t- I I leave on on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Get to the car place around two thirty. And like you guys were mentioning, it is one of those places where you just pull straight in, you know, mm-hmm. and and you you kind of sit in the car because it's, it's supposed so to be convenient. quick. It's supposed to be quick. Clear so, on Bay too. Mm-hmm. So convenient. <laughs> yeah, Which I, I don't like these places. It's weird. It's kind of awkward. There's a guy right there, but at the same time, no, I kind of appreciate being right there because I this is not my place. These aren't my guys. I'm keeping a close eye on yep. these guys. Let mm-hmm. me tell you why I like these places. I like these places because I I don't like any scenario that involves an oil change that I have to leave my car and get a ride back to work and then yeah. get a ride back there to pick it up. Yeah, Sure, mm-hmm. sure. I, I want to stay in it, be mm-hmm. done, and let's move on. Mm-hmm. So I'm in that situation. Yeah, which NAS- is, NASCAR is, spoilt you to that, yeah, too. Yeah, you yeah. see how quick they change yeah. everything. Right. You think, why can't we get it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Of course, I'm change your hey, radiator out in 20 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah, let me, get, oh, let me give you another foreshadow. Of course, I want it done right. Yeah. Sure do. Yeah. That'll help. And that I'm in the car. I'm sitting in the car and left blinker. I didn't need my blinkers checked. Didn't need my high beams checked. You knew that was Didn't need my horn Check. Mm-hmm. Check your horn. Uh, okay, buddy. Kink, kink. It works. I actually blew it on the way over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. By the way, that, that is the most awkward part, in I my know. opinion, 
of the safety check when they want you to check your it horn. Is. Extremely <laughs> awkward. Yeah, None always. of us want to honk our horn right now. You don't know whether to hold it for a long honk. Right. Well, I've gotten that where I sit on it. Yeah. I'll test it for you. They wave you off. That's good. Y'all go, can you hear it? So there's a guy under the hood. There's a guy under the hood. And then there's a guy under the car. In the pit. And he's a wild card. He's a mystery. <laughs> yeah. You know? Or Rick is a voice you can't see. <laughs> and here's the voice I hear coming from below. Man, this oil's clean. Mm. One time says it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is some clean oil. Yelling up to his Dude, friend. I, I never get anything that from down there. Mm. To me, it's the guy on it Home Improvement. It wouldn't have flagged anybody. To me, it's the guy on Home Improvement that you can't quite see. Yeah, the next door and he always sounds frustrated under yeah. there. Yeah. All I ever hear is clear. Yeah. He's in a pit with a bunch of oil. Three times. <laughs> Cleanest oil I've ever seen. Well, you got three comments on the oil? And he's you know what that means? Up? He can't, but this, something's not right. That's what he's saying. Wow, it's amazing. It's like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the guy up top kind of looks under, and then he <laughs> continues his work underneath the hood. We go through the oil change. Like you said, it was not in 10 minutes, but probably 20, it's never 10 minutes. 25 minutes yeah. or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm pulling out, and I, I pull out of the place, and I hit. I, I, I thought I just hit maybe some like speed strips just like within the first four feet <laughs> of pulling out of their garage, just like, and I was like, oh. <laughs> just in my mind, I'm like, those are speed little bones. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to spare them out here. <laughs> like, like a bat out of hell. <laughs> and so <laughs> I am now at the driveway. I'm about to pull onto uh, a highway, right? And you so yeah, think your yeah. day has turned back to what you wanted? And <laughs> I pull out onto the highway, and it's a divided highway, so I'm just trying to get to the turning lane, and then I'm going to wait for the rest of the traffic and then get up to speed, that kind of thing. I go into from the turning from the driveway into the turning lane and my car violently shakes. Oh And I'm like, okay, well that was bad. Oh that was not doing that on the way. You think you got something hung under the car? I I and I'm like, well, let's give it a go again. Because I got to get in traffic. What did you traffic. think it was going to go away? I'm in a turning lane. <laughs> yeah. I need to get in no, traffic. No, 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 I never thought about it again. <laughs> of, course so, of course you do. Greg. You got to try one more time. You got to try one more time. That was a fluke. That was something. Another speed strip, maybe. Another speed strip. I pull up, and I'm trying to get up to speed now, and it is. The whole car is shaking. My I'm shaking. Everything's shaking. I'm like, all right. And I just immediately turn in my turn on my signal. I drove 50 feet. Well, you knew it worked because I just did a and luckily my <laughs> signal worked. Turn, turn, take a left. If you needed your horn, you were good too. I pull immediately back in. Did you want your transmission? And How was it going as it did that? Yeah. As I pull in, and I, I am, I, I'm very upset at this. Uh oh, uh, very upset at this point. Um, and I'm like, dude, my transmission's slipping. Like, I know exactly what's going on here. My transmission is slipping. I'm not an idiot, and I know how easy. this is not. This was not happening before I came here. Don't give me any of that. You got to lay down some. Real specific parameters. No, he's mad. Very quickly. Mad. Okay, red face. In his mind, he thought they were going to go against mm. him already. And, and the guy's like, wait a second, show me again. I'm like, all right, you want me to show you in the parking lot? Here we go. Here we go again. He's like, well, pull on into the bay. I'm like, okay. I pull into the bay, and they begin looking around, looking at the car, looking at the vehicle, and they're like, they're like talking to each other in low voices, looking at the hood, that kind of thing. I sit in the car for 30 minutes. Hit me with that number again. For 30 Ooh. minutes. 30, 30 minutes. minutes. And here's like the anger level, guys. And it's like a, a just going up a That's ski a slope. Time. Just going up a here's, ski slope. Here's how I describe it. I'm a rocket, and I'm for Bubba, and I'm on the launch pad. And then you see a little bit of smoke shooting out from underneath me. But right. if, if everything will get all right, it'll come back down, and we'll call off the launch. <laughs> yes. But then, then it'll... 
and then before I know it, yeah, you know, and I'm like, hey, I'm about to leave this launch pad here. Four, three, two, one. Initiate launch sequence. Initiated. There's no going back. We are firing rockets now. So, not quite. I'm not quite there. All right, can we break here? Sure. Sure. All right. We'll come back. So you've been there. Add the old chain. Sitting in his and car. Now it's, been an hour. it's been an hour. Right. So how's your car going? I, I pull in <laughs> and it's not good, guys. How's it sound? Alright, so Adler's in the bay. There's a whispering going on. Half hour we're sitting here. And I've not been spoken to yet. And a guy comes walks by and he says, sorry. And I'm like, sorry? What are you talking about? What's Bubba? Twenty-one minutes now past the hour. Someone down, someone down over Pompeii. We make our way back. We're talking uh, to uh, TV producer Eddie Van Adler. Uh, speaking of that, um, he did a great job um, on the podcast this past weekend, Rick and Bubba University. For those of you who watch it, now you certainly can just listen to the audio uh, on uh, uh, and as you're rolling around. But those of you that watch it on YouTube, I uh, got a lot of good feedback uh, from our interview with Professor Williams over the weekend. If you didn't get a chance to catch it, uh, there is a brand new episode available, uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Get it wherever you get podcasts. And it's also on our YouTube channel. Uh, that's where Adler gets involved. I, uh, so Adler, you um, let me see. If, let me set the story up. Mm-hmm. Your wife wanted uh, her automobile to uh, the service lot came on for oil. That usually means time for an oil change. You didn't want her to be driving it until you knew it was all like it needed to be. Uh, you didn't get to go to your guy because that would have been <laughs> waiting till Monday. Am I am I right so far? <laughs> yes, yes. So you went to a place where you pull in and they do an oil change. Usually, they say 10 minutes, but that, that's not true. It's really 25 minutes. Hmm. Uh, and then um, 20 to 25, which is fine. It's still, still good. very convenient. You I'm leave. Your car starts jumping around. And How we, does it go again? Gah, 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 gah. Now, we, re- we remember that you said, I've never had the guy from the pit say anything to me or, or holler anything up than clear. Yeah. Uh, and he kept saying, you said three times about how clean your oil was. I have Cleanest a feel- oil he's ever seen. I have a feeling that's about to come into play here. <laughs> it's really and, colored different than most oil. And so <laughs> you, you turn around, you go back, they put you back in the bay. They've whispered for 30 minutes, and now they're approaching you. And the first thing they said was, we're sorry. Well, actually, just in passing, one of the okay. one of the workers says, sorry, man. I just looked at him. He didn't realize they hadn't told you probably. I guess he didn't realize nobody had t- spoken okay. to me. Okay, didn't know that. Another 15 or 20 minutes uh. goes by while I'm sitting in the vehicle. After I'm sorry, man, I, you get 15 I more get minutes? I get 15 more minutes. <laughs> and finally, I just go, hey, hey, guy, hey, guy. Hey, what are you sorry I about? I think I know what's going on here, but do me a favor and tell me because no one has spoken to me at this point. So tell me what's going on here. He's like, well... Oh, no. We had a new guy underneath no, your vehicle. Oh, not guy. the new guy. Oh, underneath your vehicle. Oh, Blame it on the new guy. Yep. And he drained your transmission mm. instead of your oil. Oh, my goodness. Oh, good night. So oh, they sent my. me out on the road with a completely dry, empty transmission. <laughs> but double the oil. But double the oil that I need. <laughs> yeah, That's great for a new car that you're I, I trying to start your how. life with. That's awesome for that. You know, so I, what did the dipstick I, look like? Yeah, I don't, I don't see how the guy could put. I don't either. That much oil in, and it yeah, maybe a couple tight. corps over. Yeah, how, the, the transmission part's pretty simple. But how did the, what happened with the oil they were putting in? So the oil that or, they're putting in, you know, or it was really low when you got there. Yeah, the, the oil, the oil. I, ch- I okay, I checked the oil before this whole thing started. I checked the oil, and the oil was a little bit low. It wasn't all the way low. It was still registering 
above the oh, low yeah. line. It was in, it, it was in yes. the margin. Yeah. Yes. And by the way, I did check the oil. I see you YouTubers slamming me. Why don't you just check the oil? Okay. And what? <laughs> and another YouTuber. It's so cheap and easy. Just do it yourself. You no, know what? No, I, I just don't want to do, do that myself. I do my own motorcycle work sometimes. But I don't do my own car stuff. All right. Not everybody's as awesome as you, Green Mountain Journal or whatever your name is on the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm worked up. I'm so sorry. I'm worked up. It's not you. It's not you. It's me. I'm sorry. Sorry, Green. (laughs) So, uh, finally, I flag a guy down. He's like, we drained your transmission instead of your oil. And now we're trying to get fluid back into the transmission. They have to take my bottom skid plates off, which... That's an alarming thing when you're just sitting in the car. That they did, I forgot they did that before they even spoke to me. So I'm sitting in the car and I hear riveter guns <laughs> just oh, rattling my feet while I'm sitting feet. in the car. Mm-hmm. Where you check it? And so they're having a hard time getting right? transmission fluid into the transmission because evidently it's at a weird angle in this Subaru Forester in which you need a special kind of pump, which they do not have. Oh my gosh. Boy. Hey, Saturday morning. Time's going by. Yeah, hey, Saturday life. But this yeah. is Saturday. It's yeah. a beautiful day Saturday, Beautiful. Too. If you'd only done it and yourself. It's the kind of day garage. people like you hike. Can you see your guy's place from there? <laughs> it's, like, it's a day like people like me go hiking. Yes. That's yes. <laughs> exactly right. Um, Shouldn't you be in a kayak somewhere? Guys, I wanted to take it to my guy, Mike. I'm not joking you. My guy, Mike is directly behind this place. Uh, I'm sitting in my car looking at my place. You can see mine. I can see my place, guys. And you see closed. I, I see closed, yes. And <laughs> Dang so, it, Mike. They spend time trying to get transmission fluid back into this thing. Um, I got to give one of the guys credit. They I was can't sit- believe it. I was sitting there in my – I had a, a, a rock band shirt on, and the guy's like <laughs> – what do you think of their most recent album, man? I'm just like, buddy, I don't want to talk about Tool's most recent album right now. <laughs> <laughs> frankly, frankly, I was disappointed in it, buddy, okay? <laughs> just like I am right now. So I got to give him credit. He, the guy tried. I was disappointed. I was so mad. I was so mad, but I was being cool. I was frankly, just like, it was a letdown. Yeah, like I was this. Like, I was like, it was kind of old hat, so to speak. Anyways, back to my car. <laughs> you know, and this is my voice right here. I'm here. I'm not yelling. You actually gave us a little small review. I did. I did. He asked me. And I'm like, uh, but anyways, back to my car, man. All right, tell me what's going on here. What are we going to do? How are we going to fix this? How are you going to get fluid into the transmission that you guys sent me off with a dry transmission? I'm, I'm, I'm not screaming. I'm staying here. Right. Another guy at one point tells me to breathe and calm down. No, no, that didn't happen. And that happened. No, no, you calm down, I pal. said, sir, if, well, this is not, that's not what I said. In my mind, I'm like, if he knew how I was feeling on the inside, he would give me a trophy for self-control right. <laughs> for how I'm acting on so, the outside. So were you, were you pitching a little fit? I, I, well, you I was should talking, be allowed to. Yeah, I was, I was talking like uh, like this, like very quickly, very sternly. Like, no, this I'm not is, saying you're right like or wrong. Where are you pitching a little fit? Th- this is how I was like Repeating th- everything twice. Yes, very. Okay, so if you're the rocket, right. if you're the rocket, is fire coming out now out of the bottom of There's There's a lot of smoke I've not launched yet. I never never launched. Okay. I never okay. launched. Didn't, didn't, didn't curse, didn't cuss, nothing like not that. One? So not one. Wait not one. Not one. Come on Not now. one. Not one. Um, so. You know, right? you know why? Because he realizes he looks a lot like Jesus and he has to be very careful. I do. I really point. did not, y'all. I, I was pretty, I was proud of myself in that situation. Good job. So um, it takes them so long to get it fixed. Guys, I'm sitting in the car they're closing the garage doors behind me. All the garage no doors are customers. shut. It's just me no and customers. this problem. 
Um, I, I pull out of the of oh. the vehicle. The guy's like, hey, try to breathe, buddy, <laughs> as I'm pulling out again. Oh. And- I shot him a bird. <laughs> <laughs> no. Adler handled himself well. So um, I will say that as I was pulling out, my windows were up, and it was just me. <laughs> I did not handle myself well. <laughs> and that's just me being real. That's just therapy. <laughs> I'll tell you how to breathe. I'm going to breathe when I'm scars fixed, right? Why don't you try hard not to breathe when you're getting it's hard to breathe, man. <laughs> so, so I go, I get home, I get the vehicle to my wife, and I explain. Wait, tell me she didn't go. What the heck is I explain. I explained to my wife the situation. She's like, "Well, I guess when the, I was worried about it earlier, I should have been more forceful." I'm like, "No, baby, should have not been more forceful. If you just let me wait until Monday, this yeah. problem would have been fixed." Yeah, the lot just coming on. It's not That's the just end a timer. Of the world. So the car sitting in my driveway now. We, my, my wife and I go and run some errands. We go to this festival that's in downtown Birmingham, the deal at De Los Muertos. Aaron likes it. It's a really Excuse pretty, me? It's a really pretty festival. What, what it's it? like a Spanish festival downtown. Well, what did you say it was? The Dia de los Muertos. I see me get down in So it's a really pretty festival. It's, it's really it's, You were in the mood for it. I ate authentic, uh, authentic food. It's, it's really fun. Did you hear about my commission? So we are pulling back into our driveway, and we see in our driveway a gigantic puddle of transmission fluid. No way! That is why I rode my motorcycle this morning, gentlemen, because my wife is in my car, so I just had to take my motorcycle this morning. It was 42 degrees, by the way, if anybody cares what temperature it was, and I was <laughs> I was like shaking like my transmission was on my motorcycle on my way in this morning. So now my car is dead in the water in my driveway. I'm trying to figure it out. It was a great Saturday. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us today. We'll get to more of your phone calls coming up here shortly at eight six six. We be big. All right, so um, we, we're loving this new partnership with Faithbox. I know some of you the other day when I talked about this got some emails on that. You're thinking, hmm. So we're we're headed just wide open toward Thanksgiving. And then Thanksgiving brings us into Christmas and Black Friday and getting ready for gifts and then into the new year. And, and you're starting to think, you know, you're starting to kind of get yourself together on, on who needs what. Can I tell you, Faithbox is a great idea uh, for a gift because think about, you know, you think about gifts sometimes are, you know, forgotten. You get them, they have a moment and, and they go away. But we, if you give the subscription of Faithbox.com to someone that, that you love, now every month they're going to be receiving you know, the, the kind of stuff that you need. You know, you ever had that day when you just kind of need a little pick-me-up and things are not going well and suddenly you walk over and you see a piece of Scripture and uh, from the Word of God and you're like, you know, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Yep. And, you know, sometimes people have those on their calendars or you may have one. Well, Faithbox is going to be sending you devotionals. They're going to be sending you, you know, theme uh, boxes that may be dealing with, you know, anxiety, might be dealing with fear, might be dealing with suffering. And, and, and then when it comes in, here's what the Bible has to say about this. If there's a, you know, a new book that's out by, you know, a well-respected, well-known Christian author, it may be in there every month. And, and, and this is now, you give them a subscription, this is going to be going on the entire year. Oh, what a great way to start the new year, to start receiving a, a faith box. So if you'd like to go ahead and do that for yourself or for someone else, you can do either. Uh, go to faithbox.com, but use the promo code Bubba because that's going to save you $10 off any subscription that you choose. The link is also found at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Go ahead and order now. 
Well, Bubba, you and I talk a lot on the program. You know, you've heard this said many times. You can't sometimes people who love the numbers and they love to say, "Well, you can't ignore." You can't. You can't ignore this. You, you can't ignore it. Uh, here is the headline: Teen girls suffer as many concussions playing soccer as boys do playing football. Hmm. Oh, Rick, I, I think that they may hmm. be more. You know, when I talk no. to uh, some of the local doctors, I'm always asking them questions like that, where they're seeing the injuries and these kind of things. And you know, I know several people that have had bad neck uh, injuries from soccer that they're still dealing with today. Well, remember what we've it's always just really it's probably too dangerous to play, Rick. We we've we've <laughs> we've talked about over the years how soccer in this country, you have you have to handle it with kid gloves. Um and uh and no no goalie humor intended. <clears throat> so so you're you're like, you know, everything about you cannot <clears throat> be negative about soccer because soccer was what was gonna make us all a better country, it's gonna make us better people. It's 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 the safer, more more uh, the thing that we always talked about, it's the more evolved choice. As we as human beings, this barbaric football, we leave that behind, Bubba, as we evolve into the beauty of the game of soccer and its its movements and its it's you're not using your hands and you have to be really good with your feet. I don't know how that is something we're supposed to embrace, but but anyway, kick, 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 kick. And so so but Bubba, why do we not see I mean, right now, if you just bring up football, <gasps> you're not letting your kid play football with the dangers of football. Hey, you're, you're, you, you're, you. How about this? You have just you've you've taken your kid's brain and you've tossed it in in a dumpster, <laughs> sending your kid out to play football. But 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 then we're ignoring that. Actually, the numbers are showing us that American high schoolers during the 2013-2014 to 2017-2018 school year across 20 different sports, they found that uh, that soccer dealing with with girls that they have concussions at about the same rate as boys do um, playing football well I mean football is, is violent you are running into each other but you have some protection mm-hmm. for for that and it still happens but with soccer you don't have anything on your head and even though you're not tackling each other a lot of people are running into each other and falling down you see where they hit heads I mean it's but do, and you have no protection in that case do you see the same? Hysteria no, to protect no. to protect our females from soccer injuries as you do to protect our our, our, our boys and men from football injuries. Do you see the same? Right. Do you see it? Where are the headlines? No, I mean you don't hear anything about CTE and and all this and the problems that come with that. I mean it's just it's kind of whitewashed. Do you think there's been a place anywhere that a a family came in to discuss with an athletic director their daughter and their son? Well, we're just very concerned about our son playing football, and I just want to know what you think about it. You know, it's right. high, it's highly dangerous. Those discussions have taken place, and so the, has there been a room that says, "Well, you certainly need to make a decision. It's your child, and uh, it, it's your right to do so." And you do want to know all the details, but I notice you're not bringing your daughter up. Now she plays on the soccer team, and you know that's pretty much solidified. Well, you know she can get a concussion at about the same rate your son can playing football. What? I mean, does that discussion even take place? Do we not care about our girls? Mm-mm. I mean, we seem to be just terrified of football. Why are we not terrified of soccer? I tell you why. Because if you do, the the feel gooders and the do gooders and the and the and, and the ones who want it to become our favorite sport won't have it. You you don't want the you don't want the soccer movement to come after you. But but is this not? I mean, you know, you say, well, you can't ignore the numbers. Well, let's not ignore them, huh. Rick. It's it's a chosen sport. Oh, so oh, so yeah. I mean, well, if you're you know, you've heard of the chosen ones, no, but yeah. it's it's a chosen sport. It's a, it's so pre- you can't speak ill of it. 
we would be, a, you know, it would be a better world. Now, of course, you know, there's a lot of people that say that soccer is to blame for this movement to socialism that we have going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hope y'all listen to Dr. Williams this weekend. We did not talk about soccer, <laughs> but we did talk about the fact that we're moving to socialism because people don't know what they're talking about. Now, yeah. I'm not making this up. Did y'all see the highlights from what happened in Germany this weekend? No. They had this big thing since the wall since the wall had come down. They had these two high-profile teams, soccer teams, playing each other for the first time in forever. Big deal. I mean, there were like 80,000 people in the stands. They were throwing like fireballs onto the, onto the pitch. They were lighting like something. I don't know where oh, they were wow. getting it from. It was, it was crazy how well, – I mean, seriously, it looked like somebody was shooting bottle rockets onto the field. And they were talking about how dangerous it was and, mm-hmm. and the stands. There were fires in the stands. Can I be honest this, with you? This actually happened this weekend. That shouldn't oh, wow. happen, but if I had to sit through a real soccer match, <laughs> I know I would probably be throwing stuff on the field as well. <laughs> well <laughs> trying to burn it to the ground. The funny thing was they were talking about how beautiful this was, that they had beautiful. finally got together to play, and then yep. this happens. They always used I had word. to stop the game. Why did, when did we start saying soccer was beautiful? I don't I, know. If I hear that again. <laughs> All right, so let's look at this. So they oh, began Lord. to do a study. On former, get ready, former female soccer players and the effects of headers and collisions commonly associated with football, hockey, and boxing, CTE is caused by repeated hits to the head and has been connected to everything from memory loss and headaches to depression, dementia, and even suicide. And now we have former female players now admitted to some degree of memory loss also, another says, I've been mad- battling migraines for years, and now they're f- trying to follow up with 20 former high-level women's soccer players over the age of 40, and they are seeing the same things they're seeing with the other sports I just mentioned. Mm. Yeah, it's a pretty big study, too. They, mm. they studied 10,000 uh, different oh. athletes, so well, that's well. a – that's a pretty big number, pretty mm-hmm. big sample size. Yeah, uh, we, we got to shut this sport down, I mean, now. <laughs> Isn't that what we've been saying about football? I mean, football's outdated. It's 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 barbaric. It's backward. It's 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 just too dangerous. Of course, it's not. And you may give this number. I was reading too while you were reading that. Twenty five percent of the concussion among girls were due to headers, mm-hmm. and fifty percent were due to collisions. Yeah. yeah. There you go. What are we going to do? Change rules? Mm. We change rules in football, don't we? I mean, boxing. You can't even get anybody talking about boxing right now. Save your life. Hockey seems to get a pass as well. I don't know why. UFC gets a pass. Yeah, my yeah. gracious. You know, it's like we'll pick boxing over UFC for some reason. Yeah. Boxing is like about, boxing went to the pay per view and like disappeared. I mean, I, I know they get a good payday now, but you know, used to used to see boxing. You knew who the boxers was. You don't even know who the champions are now yeah. unless you they're from your area. Are they going to go? You think they're going to go to these concussion caps that oh, sometimes they put on top of the helmet? Oh boy! Yeah, I, I, they I caught a little to... bit of the uh, rugby. It looked like it was South Africa against England uh, mm-hmm. this past weekend. I think it was on NBC. I know or I wanted something. to watch that, but it was in the middle of the night. They and probably need to put the girls' of... soccer players in the helmet. Don't right, you think yeah. all the way. Absolutely. Like, one of the two of the guys had had those on just his head. Because I guess maybe he's had concussions sure. or something. Yeah. Have you seen this thing um, where the little flag football players put this little thing on their head? Mm-hmm. That looks good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's probably yeah. the same thing. Just running into each other out there playing. Yeah, I don't, uh, know, the, I don't know if, if they're worried about a true bounce coming off the head mm-hmm. with the well, headers or something. Put, if, I don't know. Well, but if you put a helmet on, that's kind like of, Bubba's calling to. for, because yeah. he cares about women in soccer, mm-hmm. is if you put the helmet on, you're going to learn how to make the header. I bet it goes in a different direction. The how the ball yeah, you're going to learn it. Well, you, you might have to just take it out of the game. Maybe. 
Well, that's I mean, you, t- you took a lot of tackling out yeah. of the game. Well, we need to go you to took the big hits out of the game. We need to go into the beloved soccer like we did the greatest game ever invented American football, and we got to change the rules. And we can't let these women be in danger. We we got to go in there. Headers are out. Right. I, I, we, collisions are out. You I might said, need to keep your distance from other players when you're defending them. You know, not getting there. You know, like a halo area. What if you kick it real hard in my face? Well, that, mm. that's gonna hurt, Rick. It is. <laughs> what are we gonna do about goalies? The ball's just flying right on. Mm. Mm. It's a wonder more of them don't hit the poles when they're diving anyway. Well, we're asking that goalie to cover a lot of ground. Yeah, it, yeah it is. How how there's not more scoring is beyond me. It, <laughs> it doesn't look that. It looks like a pretty big net. <laughs> I guess the fact you can't use your hands is the problem. Yeah, because you haven't do it with your feet. Hard mm-hmm. to be accurate. So you're saying, all right, we can't use hands. So take the head out now. Yeah, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. You think somebody would? Get so talented that they could take their feet and like pick the ball up and throw it. You know, my new camp- really practice. <laughs> my new camp. My new. I bet ca- there's somebody. My new campaign will be head out to soccer. <laughs> okay. And just and you take it take out, the head out to save brain injuries from women. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba to the house. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick it is nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thank you for being with us as we make our way back. Looking back over the weekend, college football. Uh, of course, a, a big firing over the weekend. Florida State fires Willie Taggart after only 21 games. Uh, of course, second season. Yep. And, uh, they're, they're, you know, I think when you get into these kind of early firings like this, most the, most of it uh, happens if you see a program. Uh, it's really not even about wins and losses early when a coach takes over. It's about what what does the program look like? Is it is it getting embarrassed? Is it getting blown out? Does there seem to be a lack of discipline? Does it, does it just look messy? Uh, and I think that uh, Florida State just made the decision. I realize that we got ourselves in a bind with this buyout, but. If we don't do something right now, this program is going to be unrecognizable uh, pretty quick. And I mean, this is Florida State we're talking about, guys, mm-hmm. uh, and they are really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And 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 a lot of people say that just the product on the field, the behavior of the players, uh, they they just think they got to make a change. And and Willie Taggart handled it with class. Uh, of course, I could too for seventeen million dollars. Uh, but they're, you know, they're, and he may not get all of that. But I'm just saying they're going to work all that out on what he's actually owed. But that is his buyout. And there were some other stories I saw that say, well, it may not be the complete seventeen million and all that. But it's going to be a lot. He's definitely going to walk away and not be concerned about uh, what's next. But I think uh, I don't follow that program that closely. But from uh, people that I know that do, they were very, very unhappy with it and. Didn't think he was the right hire and thought it was a really bad hire. Rick, only 63,900 fans uh, were at the stadium for the Miami-Florida State game, the smallest attendance for a Hurricane-Seminole matchup in Tallahassee since 1991. And and, and even as small as it was, it was the largest crowd to attend a Florida State game this season. Mm. Fans clearly unhappy with the product on the field. And, and people just felt like that that program has a certain standard that they think they had established, and he was not meeting that standard. Uh, and, and there just didn't seem to be any signs that he was going to. 
You know, like you can't go, hey guys, we're we're, we're he's turning. Yeah, it mm-hmm. it it just didn't seem like it had a game plan to turn it around. And every time a new recruiting season happens, and you you can't get players, and people don't want to be there, and it's just it, you, you got to say, let's go ahead and look. We've all been in that situation. I, I'm uh, I, I've been through them where you go. I know there's about to be a lot of blood, but I got to grab that band aid and I got to pull it. And then eventually the bleeding will stop and we'll be okay. Now there's going to be some discomfort to go through, but the longer I keep looking at this situation and I don't go ahead and just get it started, the worse it's going to be. Yeah. And I kind of think that's how they felt. Yeah. It was. Um, I never. I didn't never. I, I didn't. I never understood that hire. I, I didn't get it. Mm-mm. I've never understood the Willie Taggart hype. I, I especially if I'm going to hire you from one place to come to my place. I want to hire you when you're like winning. Yeah, is that that sounds weird? I mean, well, now Ricky seems, came off a seven and five year at Oregon. Well, that, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's that's. I, know. I, I think it'd have been a twelve and zero season where I'd have come over sure. really kicking around. But since that, he's left, they seem to be doing pretty good. I know. I know. Are they still only one loss? Yeah. 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 So, um, uh, so that yeah, and that doesn't bode well Mm-mm. for his departure because that's. Uh, that's pretty much still the same people that were there. Yeah. Hey, so if you do if you do a, mi- a midseason fire like this, mm-hmm. do you a already have somebody in line that's not in coaching right now, and you know you're okay, or are you just so fed up where you're like, okay, we got to make a change now. That way, we're on the front of the list for for coaches yeah, that might I be think available. That's it. I think that's. It. I don't think they have a plan. It just they just went. We just can't continue down this way. We're we're going over the cliff, and, and those empty seats. Yeah, we got yeah, no. we got to make a change and. Uh, that's a, but but by doing it mid season two, you're also the first one out there for everybody that might be an option. That's what I was mm-hmm. going to say. They really did this to let coaches who may be looking. We are now available. Yeah, you know it. it, it you know what they just put on Instagram? Single. <laughs> yeah, n- n- not in a relationship <laughs> anymore. So we, who's we, who's uh, who's the hot prospects for all the coaching changes this year? Who are some people that are going to be in demand? You know, I'm a Bill Clark guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, and if you if you've got a if you need a program to be turned around and headed in the right direction, he's done it everywhere he's gone and in some very adverse conditions. My goodness, UAB's program was shut down for the love of us. <laughs> yeah, God. he didn't even have one. He didn't even have a team for two years and came back and started winning again. I know they got beat by Tennessee Saturday, but as Greg saw it, I didn't. You could still tell, especially defensively. Oh, defensively, they could play with yeah, them. They yeah. just they just kept turning the ball over, and yeah. Tennessee may have a little to do with that. But I mean, I saw three picks and a fumble, and all of them were in on the Ooh. UAB side of the field. Yeah, and against a good, I mean, a, a SEC team, you know, you don't need to do that. But for a while, their defense matched up good with Tennessee. They just got well, in some tough situations. Now mm-hmm. Tennessee's defense definitely had the upper hand on the offense of UAB. But yeah, yeah, but I tell you what, they play hard. And well, they, they play fast. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have a team two seasons. Oh ago. yeah, really? I mean we saw it. I mean remember <laughs> no when and the, team. And the year Taylor was with them, the first year they were back, your son had and to go find year, a job. Yeah, yeah, one year they had a pretty good team, and, and I'll be honest with you, those facilities they had were embarrassing. Oh, yeah. to recruit anybody to come there and play, I don't know how that happened. Can you imagine putting him somewhere where he has everything he needs? Yeah. I think uh, I think Helms guys. PJ Fleck. Fleck. Yeah, that's one. I'd like I hear to see Mark him row Stoops. that boat down there. <laughs> you hear Mark Stoops' name, yeah, Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, that's it. And then I hear I don't know the guy's name. I hear the guy at Iowa State is doing a lot with a little that that he make that he keeps that team competitive. If you're Stoops, so you, do you look at it this way? Do you use it as leverage to get a bigger contract? Because where he's at, if he can let him win seven, eight ball games a year, he'll be crowned. You know, or you go step in that heat down there in Florida State, and where they expect you to win the whole thing. 
Yeah, and, and I've had people say that Florida State needs to get a checkbook out that their facilities have fallen behind everybody. Yeah, they, we did a story one time when we had a sports show that they're not financially as stable as a lot of them. Yeah, they don't have the kind I of I find money. that shocking. I, I, I mean, you wouldn't know that by watching their teams compete. Except, until, until now. Just, yeah. <laughs> until now. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think Canale, I heard him talking this morning, and he said that, you know, talking about top dollar coach, he said, I don't think they can pay that. They may not can. I wonder if Mark but Rick they still pay a lot of money, retirement. don't get me wrong. Mark Rick, wants he to come just out had a heart attack. I know. But, if, but let's, all right, let's go back to the problem you say people say they have. They they can't write the checks that an Alabama can write. or a, you And know, that's a, just people talking. I don't a, know. A Michigan, or Ohio State, or whatever. So – would, would would Bill Clark not be a perfect fit for them? No question. Oh, because they can certainly pay him more than he's making it. UAB. Everybody yeah, at UAB absolutely. screaming for us to be quiet yeah. right now. Oh, I got you. But, I well, mean, you, yeah. you got yeah. those two. They're going to be on the list. And uh, the guy at Kansas State now yeah. that came from North Dakota State, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. with a big upset, I'm sure he's going to be on some radar. I agree with you. I agree with you. He just got there, though. Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. but he's still going to be on the radar. But, and he followed a guy who had been just a mainstay there that always had them competitive, and he's kept them competitive mm-hmm. and has beaten some some good teams. I, heard, yeah, even, even, I hear Les Miles is coming to Florida State. I heard <laughs> Coach Moorhead's leaving Mississippi State and going to Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> Speedy wishing. And then Bill Clark's going peddling? to Mississippi State. That's Are what you I heard. Yeah. No, I just – I mean, that's just what I heard on one of these message boards. <laughs> Uh, so, so I, I don't know. All those are, are good choices, I think. You know, unless you can get somebody to – Rick, Urban Meyer, maybe his health issues that always seem to get better after a year off, maybe they're back. Urban Meyer is – you never know with Urban Meyer. He might have spent enough time with his ESPN family and he's right. ready to come back. <laughs> so those are all out there. Top of the hour. We'll be back. Some of you are done for the day. But if you got more Rick and Bubba, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness, faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again, to give the people what they really want to hear, and not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. It is seven minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. As we go forward, our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. Our website, Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and.com. Go there for all the information about the Rick and Bubba show. Don't forget, coming up this Saturday, Rick and Bubba Challenge uh, is raising the stakes. LSU Alabama game day is in Tuscaloosa. Get a prominent Rick and Bubba sign on the game day coverage. Two of you could walk away with $500 from Rick and Bubba Inc. So uh, if you have questions, uh, it's really pretty simple. You get a Rick and Bubba sign on TV prominently and document it. Uh, and you could win the 500 bucks. We'll look for the one that's most dominant on the coverage first. And then if some are equal, then we'll go to the most creative. Uh, also, welcome back for a brand new hour. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here. And thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Well, we start. You've been uh, talking about it, Bubba, for us to look out for it. 
Hillary Clinton update. What you've done. So she may not melt, Bubba. Uh, you have been saying that she's going to walk in and that she's going to save the day for the Democratic Party. Look, Hillary never walks away, Rick. She never walks away. These are the headlines. This is today. Poll puts Hillary Clinton in dead heat with Joe Biden for the 2020 Democratic nomination if she jumped into the race. <laughs> yeah, hit it again. Hit it again. How about That's this it. one? Back up, you creep. Oh, yeah. She wants to move. Nearly get out of the way. The poll uh, <laughs> interviewed 2,000 registered voters who filled out an online survey from October the 28th to the 31st to determine these numbers. Um, GOP consultant Dick Morris, who you remember advised Bill Clinton during his impeachment time, thinks Hillary Clinton could still get in the race. Uh, I'm telling you – not will she is going to be in the race you could count are it. you going from you you're calling it now she will be in this race yes I, we will the barn on it. you can't hide are you saying she'll be there she'll be there huh? she'll be there she, we thought she was done Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. And I think. Yes, we will. Okay. I think she's playing this uh, excellent, Rick, because she's not officially running. So she doesn't have to deal with all these things you got to go to Mm. and all these, you know, pie cooking kind of, you know how she hates those kind of things. Yeah, sure county fairs and all that, and she lets all these other Democrats just beat up on each other. Mm -hmm. And then she'll be able to jump in at the last minute. Now, she has just, by chance, coincided the time that they are running with her book tour. So -hmm. she's out speaking to the group she wants to speak to, the places she wants to speak, and she's kind of running a covert presidential campaign in parallel right now. Look, I give her props. That's an excellent way to go about it and stay out of the fray i laughed very very hard and i think all of you were copied on it we were sent over the weekend very very funny they said they meant to send it to us on halloween and they forgot and it has these little kids walking away from the door and there's one little girl dressed as hillary clinton did y'all see this one and the guy looks around and says by the way the kid dressed up as hillary clinton refuses to leave and the other person goes, nice touch. Here she comes back to save the day. <laughs> Rick, this, this whole think- presidential campaign is going to be one for the – it's already one for the history books, and it's going to be unbelievable. Back up, you creep. You know, somebody um, – had asked me the question the other day, and I really don't know what the rules are. If Clint, if 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 President Trump is impeached, which he is going to be, I don't think there's any doubt about that. They've got the votes to do it. They've been threatening to do it since election night, oh, yeah. and uh, when the Democrats got control, and I, I think they will. Um, I don't think the Senate's going to remove him. Um, 
But in some odd world, if Mitt Romney and his Manchurian never-Trumpers were able to get a few votes to get him taken out of office, which I think would be a tragedy for our democracy and it would cause a great uprising, I fear, um, can he run again in the next campaign? How does that work? Wow. Because he's being removed from this term. Right. But can you turn around and run again? I don't know. Somebody asked me, and I had no idea. I'd never even really Quick, thought about somebody that. Somebody Google, if you get impeached, can you run again? Uh, well, it's not really impeached. Totally removed. You know, that's the thing. And a lot well, that's of the, what I meant. A I lot mean, of the, yeah, I know you know that yeah. because you went through the Clinton like I yes, did. But right. a lot of people don't know that. They think if they vote to impeach, he, they, no. they go and take him out of the White House. That's not what happened. Well, and here's the thing, too. They know that as well. Right. And so what's going to happen is the House has the numbers, as you said. Yeah, I mean. When, they'll they'll when the, vote to impeach him, and right. the Senate will say we're not removing him, and then we'll be right back where we were. I mean, mm-hmm. not, not, yeah. President Trump's not going to be removed as president. When, when, and that's, I'm, I'm cautioning people who's getting fired up about the investigation, about the investigation that Bob Barr is doing right now, the AG. When is the last time in Washington that any investigation really made a difference into anything? That anything came of it? No. Thank, thank, you know? we, we've had the Clintons and, and remember, dead to right how many times? Ain't nothing ever happened to them. And, and remember, mm-hmm. Clinton didn't get removed. Uh, Nixon, they were going to vote. He probably would have got impeached, but he left on his own. So, right. you know, on, on the big markers in history on this, there's just not a lot ever comes of it. No, any of it. No, nothing. nothing. I mean, Mueller wasted time. Mueller, Mueller. Uh, the other thing's probably going to be a waste of time too, if I had to guess, because I'm just, I'm, I'm just going by what I've seen. I hate to be negative on it, but you just never see anything come out of it. Right. They usually investigate, 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 spend piles of money. Lawyers make a lot of money. Nothing happens. Right. So now we've got a new thing going on, you know, about this whole inquiry that you've been talking about and uh, about it being secretive and one-sided. And now a lawyer for the anonymous whistleblower, who raised alarms about the president's dealings uh, with Ukraine, said Sunday, this is the, the lawyer talking for his client, the anonymous whistleblower. Right, mm-hmm. that everybody knows who it That is. he is willing or she is willing to answer written questions submitted by House Republicans, and the Republicans have said no thank you to that. They, they want the person in front of them. They want to know who it is. No, we're talking about the guy that was the whistleblower who never heard the phone call. Correct. Mm-hmm. But why, I mean, I don't even know why you talked to him. Remember, he really wasn't all that, you know, intriguing to everybody. And when they discovered that he wasn't, or he or she, which we know who it's a he, wasn't on the phone call, guess what? We found somebody who was. Here you go. <laughs> oh, here we go. Genie. He did, he did his genie. Genie that sound effect for genie. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know what, how you do that. That's a <laughs> tough sound effect. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they, there's one out there from the show, but we may have to get it yeah, just yeah. to replay. <laughs> really? Hey, we need a witness who was on the call. Yeah. Oh, now we got one. Yeah. Here he is. This guy right here. Oh, it's anonymous. It's a person you nobody knows who it is and will anonymously answer written questions that you'll never know who's answering them. Uh, we'll be back. More uh, more coming up. Your phone calls coming up to 866-WE-BE-BIG. More to cover this hour as the Rick and Bubba Show continues. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Robinson out of Doug Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. It's 20 minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 
866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. A uh, couple of things we'll talk about. First of all, let's, let's answer the question Bubba asked going to the break, and we've done some research. If somehow Trump was not only impeached, which we think will happen, but is actually removed by the Senate, could he then run for president again? Rick, I, I don't know, but I we got an email. We asked the question. William Byrne says that if you are removed from office via uh, impeachment that that like nullifies that that time that you served he would be eligible for two more terms after that if he turned around and ran again and helmsy researched uh and he says yes he can run but the, the things that have to happen to run again it, then it got long and convoluted yeah, just, I, but the simple but the simple answer <laughs> is if he is removed and he does not complete two terms and now we have one emailer emailer saying if he doesn't complete one term uh, he gets it. He gets it. He gets to do over on it too. Yeah. If he is impeached and removed from the presidency, he can rerun in 2020. Bottom line, and have two terms. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. According to Emila Burns, yeah. I guess. Well, we just we don't have to cross these uh, civic bridges too often, so yeah. That's why we're really not up on it. But uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. And if some either the Democrats are completely loony because they could be. Which they could, they could be they could be setting up a scenario where Trump gets to do three almost three years versus two, uh, three terms. Yes, yeah, so yeah, three terms. I'm sorry, but anyway, so uh, we'll see how that goes. But um, then the other question, of course, much more important, is about the Rick and Bubba Game Day Challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so the, the Rick and Bubba Game Day Challenge. Uh, I don't understand the logic of this. If if I'm ESPN or and ultimately ABC. And ultimately, does Disney still have all this now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Disney sold off some of the radio stuff, didn't they? And they kept this. But yeah, anyway. still a, uh, ABC and ESPN. Yeah. So why would you send SEC Network and Game Day to the same game? Uh, it, it just doesn't seem – I understand it's a big game, and it is, oh, it is Game is. of the Century 2.0, but has that ever been done before? Probably. Probably has. I don't know. I, I don't remember it being done. Well, I don't remember it either, and I can't – but I'm sure it has. But, I think it's ridiculous, but I don't understand that. That that would that would be like you know saying that you know you're you're there's a, there's a whole other place somewhere in the SEC because game day is where they should be, but there's a no another or you could send send game day to Minnesota, Penn State, Penn State, Minnesota. State and keep SEC Nation at LSU. That probably makes the most sense as far as you get into two biggest audiences. Yeah, that that makes the most sense from a strategic mm-hmm. standpoint. But but we but the game day challenge. See, we can't. I don't think we can enter into. We're trying to find signs on two different broadcasts, uh, and obviously, game day is a bigger broadcast than SEC Network. Um, so we're gonna the Rick and Bubba challenge. I think should stay with game day only. Uh, did they do that this past week for Georgia and Florida? Same thing. Send both of them the same place. No, because it was at Memphis and. Uh, yeah, game day. Yeah, game was, day. Was, that's, was, right. That was that's right. That's right. So and then the week before that was it last the week before that they were in I don't know South Dakota State yeah they were in South they were Dakota somewhere. probably That's right they were yeah. probably if I'm if I'm sitting here and I'm sure that they would all love to work for us if we're sitting here right now I would say hey guys it is the biggest game in the country not just the SEC I got that but there's no need to have both of our game day setups at one game yeah. so this means now game day we'll we'll go with the PJ 
Fleck. Let's go to Minnesota. We'll go to Minnesota. We'll yeah. row the boat over there with game day <laughs> in Penn State, and then we'll put SEC Nation at LSU, uh, you know, Alabama, and that way we'll have two places where two of our shows will have complete mayhem. Yeah, and and we'll, it'll be good for our networks. It, look, we're we're the same team at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's but they're it looks like they're not going to do that. But we can't have. I got my sign on SEC Nation, but I didn't get it on game day. I just think that's. I think we're leading ourselves to confusion now. I do too. So uh, the the money is going to be at the game day, ESPN game day. That's that's the national audience. That's the biggest audience. That's where most people will be watching, and uh, coast to coast. And so let's let's go with that. Yeah, and, and it says here that uh, SEC Nation will be at. Uh, they'll be broadcasting from Moore Hall on campus. So I guess they'll separate them a little bit. Well, so yeah, where they're you know yeah. not too close together, but so. Quite the party this weekend. That makes zero sense. <clears throat> I know. But then there's that side of me. Of- <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm looking back trying to find out when, the, you know, what the logic is on this. And I, I see, and this is from 18, October 2018, it says ESPN's College Game Day and SEC Nation headed to the Jacksonville, headed to Jacksonville for the Florida-Georgia game. Not this past one like last week, but, last you know, year. last year. So they have mm-hmm. done it before, I guess. What about Georgia spanking the Gators? They did. They did. Well, yeah, the, the score looks closer than it really was. You know, yeah, I was watching that game, too. And Georgia was it, in it control the whole time. They were. You never felt like Florida was really mm-hmm. going to make a run. No. And uh, you could tell Georgia was definitely the better team. Fromm yes. was happy to have that kid, Cager. Yeah. He was happy to have him back. The Miami mm-hmm. transfer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't know which one was he. Uh, He's 15. a big receiver, that yeah. guy. Oh, and yeah. then you got Swift at running back. He had a big day. Yeah. Another guy, the other running back, I forget his name, Herring or something. Yeah, he always made a always trouble have trouble with his name. Made a highlight somewhere. catch that's yeah. unbelievable. Do you do you? Yes, yeah, all that. By the way, can you imagine that if you were like a really good running back and your last name was Swift? That is pretty. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I know. How cool is that? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <Just born. laughs> uh, that's good. So uh, also staying. So so to, it, to it, clarify, it, Rick and Bubba challenge game day only. Mm-hmm. There it is. Game day only. Uh, so that's that answers your question. Uh, Patriots get beat. Let's go NFL. They get beat. Uh, their undefeated run this season has ended. Uh, the Ravens beat them uh, pretty well, 37-20, and the Ravens look really good. Uh, but, again, this could be just something that the Patriots were getting bored. And The Ravens actually have a good football team. I would they like do. to they remind really everyone, Rick, that mm-hmm. the Patriots lost five games last year to I teams know. they should not have lost to. I know. It's almost, it's almost like they get bored in regular season. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. And they give you just a little bit of hope. But yeah. Boy, when the playoffs come, it's a different game. Boy, January is just a different tone with them, isn't it? It mm-hmm. is. It is. And they got another gear they shift into. Yeah. Uh, Panther fans, uh, Cam Newton uh, looks like that uh, – that he is not going to return. Still a little bizarre there. And, and may not make it back for this season at all. Now is weighing options to try to get back on the field, but it, it doesn't look good. So this is, a, this is a contract year for him, right? I think so. Yeah. By so the that's, way, that's not the year you want to be injured and not playing. Is it shocking to you, and this is how time gets away from us quick, it just gets away from us, is it shocking to you that Cam has played nine years in the NFL? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is. Yeah. Wow. Doesn't seem like it. <laughs> I still, it still feels like he just got there. Yeah. And, uh, nine years? <laughs> yeah. 2010. He's in the league as long as I've been here. Yeah. That's crazy. So, um, so anyway, uh, but uh, I, I don't know what you were talking about about his contract, but I heard some people saying, does this mean that he may end up playing for somebody else next year? Well, I think it is Good. a contract year for yeah. him, and it's one of those things where do, he's, he's nursing this injury. I don't know if he's hurt or not. 
But this Kyle Allen kid is doing so very well right now. Yeah, he is. You can't really pull him. So is is Cam saying, hey, my foot's still hurt, and just kind of sitting the rest of the year out and wait on somebody else to pick him up. Somebody will pick him up. Somebody needs him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've won four out of five with the rookie backup. And uh, so, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, and they were 0-2 when he got hurt, when Cam got hurt. Yeah. So, uh, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that goes. It's, but, yeah, it all just seems there's something – May not be anything to it, but there's just been a there's almost just been like a haze of bizarreness over yeah. Cam Newton this year. Just a weird little haze yeah. over him. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back bottom of the hour. We'll take your phone calls next. Uh, all ten lines are available, so if you want to get in, you can get in now. Eight six six. We be big. Chatting with you when the Rick and Bubba show continues. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Speedy's on the phones, and we've got room for you right now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, lines are available. Any topic you want to talk about, any of the topics we've mentioned today, or bring up your own. Uh, this is uh, We're taking the show, and we're turning it over to you. Please handle with care, and we look forward to chatting with you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. While you're lining those up and get ready to go, big news from my pillow. Uh, they've done it again. Now they're making the best towels and washcloths that you'll ever own. Made in America with great American cotton. You got to try it. They are super absorbent and they're wonderfully soft, which you got to have both. And uh, boy, they've done it again. Lindale and his commitment to excellence. How about this? If you put in the promo code Bubba, we'll save you 30% on those new towels and washcloths. Uh, or you can uh, also go to the radio specials button there and you'll put in the promo code Bubba and you can get their premium pillow. Buy one, get another one for free. Uh, so that special is is continuing to roll until they call that baby off. Uh, so go to MyPillow.com or RickandBubba.com. You'll find the link right there under the Sponsors button. Uh, lines are available. Calls are coming in. There's room for you. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Phone, phone troll. troll. Mike in Silicaga, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you, Mike? I'm doing good, guys. How are you? Fantastic. Great. Fantastic. Great. Uh, I heard over the weekend that Hillary can actually go out there and fundraise all she wants to and get all the money up that she can and she doesn't have to declare it until she actually declares her presidents her presidential run. Well that's so why Bubba was talking about the brilliance. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of advantage to not being in the race. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So I just thought you guys might want to know. Thank yeah, you. yeah, Bubba Bubba said a minute ago, what she's doing is brilliant strategy now and unless there's been some sort of magic though that has made her a more likable candidate. It may still end the same right, way. Right, right. But as far as her getting herself into the race, uh, she's, she's definitely working on it. Uh, let's go to Robert Pensacola. Robert, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds and go. Hey, guys. I just sent you an email. Uh, Greta Thunberg is stuck in Chile trying to find a ride back across the Atlantic. Are you are you, you a little Greta? Are you, are you making yeah, that up? Okay. No, no. I just sent you guys an email about it. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Well, look, if she just get in an airplane, she can get to where she wants to go. <laughs> I started to say, she's going to have a hard time getting home without creating some carbon. How dare you? Uh, so, I, I mean, we got to. We she can, get in that sailboat. Where'd it go? Right. Start paddling again. Hey, hey, Greta, it, do, it doesn't matter. Get in the hey, airplane. Hey, your child, go to class. Go to school. We continue, Greg. You don't and- need to be out. Trying to save the world. You don't even have a driver's license, for God's sakes. Come on. 
Greg in Columbus, Mississippi. Greg, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, uh, 28-year married veteran here. Mm. Adler, uh, learn to turn that service light off, man. You had an opportunity to have a day to yourself. (laughs) You could have went out, turned the service light off, took it to your guy sometime this week. She'd have never known it. He had the whole day to yourself. Well, he, he's he been canceled on that during the break, and pretty much okay. that much was said. Uh, mm-hmm. Because yeah, I know it, it's – we, we know – yeah, we know that that light's not a three-bell alarm. That's just kind of a reminder that you need to get it done next chance you get. How so. dare you? How dare you? Yeah. But but a lot of the wives, they don't like lights on their car, you know, going off. I understand that. Can I tell you what we're dealing with with Sherry's car again this this time? Hey, hey car people, listen to me. Would it kill you to have on all the things we got all over the car now a simple button that says clock? Push the clock and then go up and down. <laughs> up an hour, back an hour. Would it kill you to make it that simple? We can, we're, we're now on another journey to try to find out how you reset that stupid clock <laughs> on this car. And I and I look, I, I love my wife and I love her dearly, dearly, but I know her. She'll look up and think it's that time and she'll be off an hour. at some point uh, hey guys it's real simple you you got every kind of thing in the world you've even got things now where we we, that we can have apps out of the car oh yeah can we not have a simple place and it says c-l-o-c-k clock and we push it and then there's an arrow that says you want to go up or you want to go down how hard is that if you does. touch the clock and see what it does, no, that's Rick. Well, we don't. Mine actually anymore. does that, Rick. If you touch the clock, um, well, the where the clock is, and I don't think you can. It's uh, it's kind of back in there. M- like look, the, we we've oh, got oh, chips on the screen. Yeah, on the, it's on the screen. We, we've got chips and these things now that pick up timing from Wi-Fi, from uh, satellite feeds, from GPS feeds. I mean, the time of us having to set our clock should be gone, even if we're crazy enough to keep changing the clock. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mine changes on its own, which is yeah. Most thing. of mine do too. I got one. I or thought two this one would. It's a relatively I new car. I thought it would, but it's it's real. There's a setting. There have, may be an option in there Rick, to saying. auto set the clock, and yeah. you got to have that. Change. Well, I'm almost it'll change when you go in different times. I'm all, I'm yeah. almost certain that when she went to get her car serviced. There's been a clock discussion that they were supposed to have set that up, but undoubtedly it, it mm. wasn't set up. How dare you? How we <laughs> dare you? We you have it in you. The, did you get it in there the other day? No, I, I, he was he was signaling me that it wasn't in there because I was. You saw me looking. Yeah, at yeah, we must have waved. How we dare can, you? We continue. Uh, How dare you? Let's go to Austin <laughs> in Birmingham, listening to ZZK. Austin, go ahead. Hey, Green Acres. Thanks for the call, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I was told uh, by a, a relative of mine that in Genesis it talks about uh, God creating the light, and the sun wasn't even created yet. Um, and I was curious to what y'all thought the light was he was referencing. You know, I, I've heard that before. I would need to have it laid out here in front of me, and I, I, I've heard that before, and I meant to go look at it, and I didn't. Honestly, I'm not sure what you're talking about to make a, an intelligent comment. Yeah, maybe maybe it was the light in the universe. Maybe it was light itself, and he just hadn't lit the fuse on the sun yet. Yeah, I, and I, I heard. Uh-huh. And I, yeah, and I've heard. I've heard others that were talking about that. That was reference to the fact uh, of Jesus that was to come. But of course, they, they're all the same three persons, one God. So I'm not sure that holds up. But um, but I'd have to go look at it. But yeah, it may just be what Bubba's talking about that he is now saying I'm going to create something called light, and I and and certainly darkness was already there. And um, and he's just taking care of the the notion of light. 
Yeah, and, and, and then he then he puts these two things where he wants to put them. It, look, we we don't understand his ways. I take it, it you know, face value what he says in his writing. But think about this: if he invented light, invented the sun, well, he would he would have to invent light when mm-hmm. he invents the sun. But it would still take eight minutes for that light to get here. So it. If he invented the sun, it would take eight minutes before we knew a sun existed. So, by definition, you would have light before you had the sun. Yeah, that does make sense. That may be the best explanation right there. Well, that's a waste of that undershirt. Thanks. Uh, we continue. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Bussey. <laughs> Next. I, here's the part that may be the most shocking. I understand what you're saying. Uh, well, let's go to Maybe re- it's, ex- he's, it's so literal, it's exactly the way it had to happen. David, Isn't that funny? you're driving on 65. Go ahead, buddy. Hey man, I just want to say uh, I appreciate uh, y'all's show and, and Thank you. how, how uh, the witness that you guys are. And I just wanted to, to let Bubba know that I, I appreciate that tip he gave me uh, when I was a Domino's pizza driver at JSU, uh, around JSU there at the golf course. Uh, when Back in the 90s, between 92 and 96 somewhere, I can't remember exactly when it was. Uh, David, that's a long time to yeah, remember a tip. That's been a good uh, tip. Been a damn well, David, I'll tell you this. You don't know how happy I am to see you at the door. All right, let me tell you this. <laughs> right, You're so me. giddy. I'm very thankful. Let me tell you this. You if, thought if you gave you, a different bill than you did. I have a good one. No, I have a good one. If he gave <laughs> you a good tip, I think I can tell you the year it was. <laughs> <laughs> Stony Brook, that's the key. We're already we right. built a house. So. Uh, but it, it, that, that probably sitting somewhere around 90, 99, <laughs> 90, 90, no, it was probably 97, 98. Somewhere in there. It was 98. Yeah. That's probably what it was. All right, let's go back. But to- thank you, sir. You're very kind, and thank you for bringing that pizza to my house. Look, I get very happy when I see that Domino's guy oh, pull yeah. up. Bubba, I had I a, mean, I get giddy. I had, a, I had a pizza moral delivery happen the other night. So I, there's this doorbell at the door we don't expect anybody's coming no, no idea it's dark so it's not like an afternoon thing where it's delivery or something i go to the door and there's there's those there's those domino's colors and there's a guy standing on he's and he's got pizza hot and ready and ready to go <laughs> and i said hey man I, I think you're at the wrong house he goes no i think i'm at the right house and at that moment just for an instant okay i thought to myself okay what he thinks <laughs> who, who am i who am i who am i to judge i don't want to call this guy and he confirmed it no and he and at one point he almost like stuck with it for a little mm-hmm. bit longer than he you know first of all sir i think i know whether i ordered a pizza or not. he should but but he was and he, Maybe told, he thought somebody in the house ordered and, it he, didn't know. and he told me where he was trying to go now i don't know who makes up addresses up and down roads but I wish they – it's like they'll be consistent, and then there'll be one that just it doesn't make any sense in the line of numbers. Or well, think about what they got to do. they got to put addresses out there for the houses that are out there today, and you're going to have some added. Right. So how do you, you – no, That's when they went to the mileage. Thing. 100%. That's yeah. why ours is so messed up. Yeah. But anyway, I said, you know, you're somewhere in the ballpark. I don't really know where that is. They just assumed it was you, Rick. And then, yes. They probably had to come there a lot of times That's before. Right. Yeah, and then they kind of – he just kind of got that look like he was in a bind, and I almost said, how about this? How about I just take these pizzas? I did we ho- call it even. I did holler back in the house, Sherry, you hungry? Yeah. <laughs> but, Let me tell you, the apps that these pizza places have now oh, yeah. are wonderful where you can go in and set up your favorite order, and oh, you yeah. just hit one button, and, it, and it, it's already got your credit card, and it just comes to your house. Yeah. yeah. And let me tell you what, friends, that's friends. what America is about. That's right what you've been waiting That is right what there. a high standard of living in America is all about. One button, pizza comes to your house. There it is. Terry, Dude. Terry and Gadsden. Terry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I had a comment to uh, the 
scripture about the light okay. in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, it is referring to Jesus uh, simply because he said, let there be light. And so it wasn't that he created the light, but he allowed the light to shine. Um, and in the first couple of scriptures there, we see God and even the Holy Spirit and Jesus uh, brought to surface God confirms this uh, when he gets ready to create man. Yeah, he says, let's make man in our image. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah that, that part. I, I know the Trinity has been there from the beginning. Yep. It's just the light part I wasn't um, as sure about. But um, but I appreciate it. 14 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll be back. More of your phone calls and any stories we may have missed. And we'll say hello and give somebody 50 bucks. And the Golden Ticket Six. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. I got a Golden Ticket Six. Somebody say, hey, hey, hey. Happy birthday, Mary Lawrence. Happy birthday, spending her day here with us. We're honored. Uh, Brooke Nichols. Brooke, what about it, brother? Uh, Justin Owenby. Right there. There he is. How about, let's look for Tim Wells. Tim? Timmy? Kurt Sellers? Griffin McGilliard? Where's McGilliard? He's in the house. Uh, Josh Cassidy? Right there. Jason Bale? All here in the golden ticket seats today. All right, so everybody takes home a pound of BuzzBox coffee. Everybody takes home a Rick and Bubba double CD from the last 25 years, and somebody is going to get a $50 American Express card from Dr. Dudney. Bubba, can I have a number between one and eight? One and eight. What about uh, number six? Number six. Congratulations, Griffin McGilliard. Griff, how about this? Uh, Did everybody call you Griff? Uh, you get a $50 American Express card from our friend Dr. Dudney. Phone call standing by. Anything else? Uh, I did see this. I know a lot of you have asked us to. We've been watching this. You know, Kanye West uh, has been doing these Sunday services, and I've been watching a lot of interviews about, you know, his um, um, his claim that he has now been redeemed, and that, well, what a celebration that is, and is a follower of Christ, and, and now has been working with a pastor and and the pastor who is, uh, you know, kind of discipling him, which is great. He's been given a huge platform, and uh, it, they're saying now that this past Sunday service that he had in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, said they waited to the last minute to announce it, uh, and they had, of course, lots and lots of folks uh, come out to uh, to be part of the service. And what they're saying is the folks that were there that they had an altar call, a time of decision after the message was delivered uh, by the pastor there. And uh, and they said they had over a thousand people that um, that seemed to indicate they wanted to give their life to Christ. Wow, that's, so, that's huge. Said about six thousand people were there, all ages, all races. And this pastor who was there said, "I, I witnessed uh, right around a thousand people, maybe more, respond to the gospel uh, that they wanted to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior." So wow. that's huge. That's, uh, that's that's that is huge. You know that is a. Uh, you know th- this. This is a very, very interesting story and uh, and a powerful story. And uh, man, I'm telling you, we need to be praying for him and the platform that he's been given and and his family. And you know, just like just like all of us, uh, especially me, 
Uh, you know, when I became a follower of Christ, there's a lot of things in my life that I had to go back and guard. Well, what does the Bible say about this? And, mm-hmm. and uh, then start being discipled and, and learn and being sanctified. And, and uh, you know what? If, if he's been truly redeemed, then the evidence of that will be in the, the fruit and the way he lives his life going forward. And, uh, you know, he certainly has been given a platform. And, and I, I love the fact that he's letting other people that are further along than him actually deliver the messages uh, and have a clear presentation of the gospel. So let's keep praying over that and, and celebrate that today. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to uh, Neil in Springville. Neil, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Morning, fellas. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I just thought it was kind of funny about going back to Cam Newton that the same year he decides to be vegan is the same year he is struggling with all these injuries and whatnot. Yeah, boy, that's, uh, I forgot about that. You know, Bubba and I have always been very concerned about vegans uh, because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to, to remove something. Well, they're a little puny. Yeah, it's just yeah. – uh, you know, before Vic, I mean, didn't. You know, well, Rick, you need a certain take, amount of grease in your system to keep all your uh, ligaments and tendons oiled up. I yeah. mean, that's obvious. Well, also, we <laughs> have you, to you say. Can't, you can't oil that stuff up with beans. Thank uh-huh. you. Huh? Thank you. A bean ain't going to huh. make a, a tendon work, right? We also have to say that before. Need some fat back on that thing. Back when he was eating meat, he did not dress, <laughs> he did not dress like Medea either. <laughs> no, it's, 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 <laughs> oh, it affected his family. Look, Cam, Cam needs a friend. Right now. Okay. He needs a real friend, not a yes man. I never thought I'd say this. Maybe he needs to go to Kanye's church. Yeah, I mean, I never thought I'd say that. That's yeah. uh, we continue. Let's go to Lisa and Muscle Shoals. Lisa, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? I'm fine. How are y'all? Fantastic. Uh, I had an answer to the question. It's in Genesis one sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New American Standards is God made the two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night, and he made the stars also. So that's when the sun was created. Right. Well, we knew that. What, what, I'm sorry. The question the guy asked was that he says, let there be light before he gets to what you're talking about. So and, how could, how yeah, could that yeah, be in order? Yeah. And, uh, and, and I really think, looking back over it again, I certainly understand that Jesus is portrayed as the light, even in the Gospel of John. We, we talked about that. But I don't, I don't really think... In you, that particular verse, that he's particular, referring to that. I think he's talking to the physical universe yeah. that he's creating. Yeah, because Jesus... And in, my, fa- in my humble opinion, I may be yeah, totally oh, wrong. Oh, we could be way off. Jesus, the Father, and uh, the Son, the Holy Spirit, have always been. So uh, there wouldn't be a need for the Father... To create, to create the sun that is the light. He 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 is going to be the light because he's coming into a world darkened with sin, and he will illuminate our sin and our darkness, uh, and he will provide the light. What I really think, if you look at it, what Bubba has said is is right. He we're talking about the creator of of the universe. He he's saying the concept of light is it will now be created by me, and then he'll go in as you said the part you read, ma'am about him setting this up as far as earth is designed. I, I don't think it's any any more complicated than that, and I don't really think we're talking about Jesus in this part of Genesis because when we get to creation and mankind uh, was made in our image, the indication that they're all there, and, and then you see the references in the New Testament back to saying that the Son has been there since creation, not that he was created then, and we just talked about this last Wednesday when Jesus in John 5 goes into the the whole discussion of that he and the Father are one and that he's basically the visible manifestation of the invisible God and that he doesn't do anything uh, other than what the Father 
he says what the Father says to say. He does what the Father says to do. And all of his authority and all of his abilities are given to him by the Father, and the Father and I are equal. So, so I, we'll I, look at it again. Yeah. So, uh, so there you go. Uh, but thank you for the question. It was a good question. And uh, an interesting question. All right. So that'll wrap up time for a lot of you today. Um, if you don't get all the Rick and Bubba shows, you know you can every day. Uh, just subscribe to the Rick and Bubba podcast channel. And it's archived for you every day. You also can watch it every day, either live or archived, on uh, on our YouTube channel. Thank you for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.